And a good Saturday afternoon to you as we get set for defender football as the Dort College defenders and Midland Warriors get set for Great Plains Athletic Conference football. Thanks again to Christian Zalstra with our pregame show this afternoon as uh, Dort College gets set for their first home game of the conference season, their second home game of the year. Dort College coming off a loss last week to the Morningside Mustangs, a game in all honesty that Dort College did not play poorly in, just the fact that we're not able to stop the Morningside Mustangs offensively, but uh, Dort College, by comparison, did do some nice things offensively and gained nearly 400 yards of offense. Joining me again, as he will for a few home games, is uh, Kyle Akterhoff and uh, Coach Akterhoff. We've uh, talked uh, this past week a little bit about how you prepare after meeting Morningside and uh, from your vantage point and talking with the coaching staff, uh, what they take away from the Morningside game and what do they do moving forward? I think uh, Coach Penner and his staff felt uh, good about certain aspects of the game last weekend weekend against Morningside. Did a lot of things really well. Um, Overall, I know Coach Penner and his staff, they're not where they want to be as a program and it's a building process. Uh, but, yeah, coming off of a game like that, uh, now preparing against a team that you could, should, you know, win, uh, beat, um, you know, you just have to refocus and, and uh, concentrate on the here and now. What um, what do you do as you prepare for a team like Midland? What do you do as, is there more, is your preparation different for a game in which you think, okay, this is somebody who could be next to us in the division or in the standings? Does that change your approach at all in the week leading up to it in the importance of the contest? Uh, Well, I I would say, Mike, the politically correct answer is that you want to prepare the same way every week, (laughs) but that's just not reality. Um, You know, I think this is a game that uh, you're going to see a Dort Defender team that is very focused because they understand that this is a game that, you know, it's going to be very competitive. It could be a tight game. It's going to be a battle down to the probably the last series of the game potentially and uh, so you, you pre- prepare in a way to to just play your very best every week you saw the same scores that i did last week coach my goodness what are these offenses doing well yeah i think uh and you see it at all different levels uh, that was one thing that you and i talked about but you do see it at all levels division one all the way down uh, to even the junior college ball ball games there's a lot of points being scored uh, I think part of that is, you know, offenses have morphed into, you know, very high-powered, high-powered, explosive um, units. But I don't think defense has played as well as it has been in the past. And, and so I think it's definitely a combination of those two things. We are just about set for the kickoff of today's football game. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5 FM. Midland will be kicking off. Dort College will be receiving as we start this afternoon's contest. Dort College's Xavier Caffey is back to return for the Dort College defenders. He had a lot of returns last week against Morningside, came out of it healthy, playing against a very good Morningside special teams unit. Averaged about 14 yards per kick return last week, and he'll get a chance to return this one. He'll take it with his heels on the goal line. Brings it out to the 5 to the 10, brings it up the right numbers, nearing the 20, and he's going to be stopped near the 20-yard line and dragged out of bounds, and that is where Dort College will start from first down and 10 at their own 18-yard line, about an 18-yard return for Caffey as he took that one right 
on the goal line. It's a warm and humid day, Coach. Uh, what do you do as uh, what, what do you do to prepare your team? Um, what do, what have you needed to do over the last 24 to 36 hours to make sure your team's ready to go? Well, I'm sure uh, the coaching staff and the athletic training staff has been preaching all week to prehydrate. Um, guys have to have a good hydration level before the game even starts and then throughout the game. Uh, hey, and when you get a chance to give somebody a, a breather, you need to be able to do that. Brock Lamley takes the snap, hands it off to Drury. Drury picks up maybe one on the play. They gave North College the 20-yard line on the return, first down and 10. It's going to be second down and nine on the short pickup for Keith and Drury. Drury coming off a week last week, which uh, he ran the football well, and he ends up uh, right now, at this point of the season, he is averaging 7.7 points per contest. I should say 7.7 yards per game. North College, Brock Lamley brought down in the backfield, and that time Midland brought pressure. Yeah, they're uh, they're definitely crowding the line of scrimmage. Um, I think you'll see Coach Penner loosen them up at some point here. Uh, but they, they have some guys up front in that defensive line, their nose guard, uh, number 53, uh, David Hanson. David Hanson is a load inside, so it's going to be a challenge running the ball inside. Loss of four on the play, third down and 13 for the defenders. Going to run option. Pitch goes right side of it. Drury turns the corner, and he is near the first down marker. Depends where they mark him out of bounds, and uh, he was able to just squeeze his way along that sideline and picks up a first down, and uh, he got to the corner and turned it hard and committed and uh, picks up about 15 yards on that carry. Yeah, talking to the Dort, uh, the Dort defensive staff uh, or offensive staff, uh, they know it's going to be a challenge inside because of the size, and, and they got some plugging linebackers. Not great speed inside, but we sh- should be able to get some positive yards as we do on that play. Gain of eight on the play for Drury, but a flag came out on the snap, laying at the uh, 30-yard line or the 31, right on the zero of the 30 on the numbers. I believe we have Midland offsides. Coach Penner's trying to decide, do I take the second and short or go first and five? It appears to me he's going to take the yards, take the play rather than the penalty, and it sets up second down and two. So an eight-yard pickup on the play. And the Dort College defenders facing second down and two. And that time, Dort College was able to get some yards inside the tackles. We'll see if that's a trend and how the chess game plays out. Dort College stacks their wide receivers in tight. Send jungling in motion, right to left, handoff to Drury, Drury to the 45, still on his feet, dragging a tackler to the 48-yard line. And the North College defenders have another first down, and that's the safety coming up to make the stop. I believe that's Brock Larson, now bigger pardon, number 39, Ashton Ellis, coming up to make the tackle. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders nearing midfield. Lamley is going to roll right, has jungling. Throws it to the sideline, complete, and jungling is dragged down in Midland territory at the 35-yard line. That's a gain of 17 on the play for the defenders. First down and 10 for Dort College, starting to have some success spreading the football around. And uh, picking up the tempo uh, between plays here, uh, putting a lot of stress on the Midland defense. Petuli in motion from right to left. Handoff to Drury. Drury inside the... Tackles again and picks up five yards on the play. And that'll bring up second down and six. And, uh, yeah, you, you talked about picking the tempo up. That can demoralize a defense. Let's see if Dort College is able to extend this drive. It can. It, it forces a defense to stay very, what we would call, very vanilla, uh, basic in, what, in their calls. Um, 
and they're going to be on their heels. They're, they'll get tired throughout the game at this pace. 12.30 remaining, first quarter of play, just underway. North College in their black jerseys, black pants, yellow numbers. Midland in their blue pants and white jerseys. Hand off to Drury, stutter, step to the 25-yard line, down to the 24-yard line, and another Dort College first down, and that's a pickup of seven yards on the play. So after a couple of plays where it was tough to get yards early on, Dort College really controlling the line of scrimmage. They are. It's not that they're getting a lot of push, but they're creating seams, and uh, Drury is a great uh, back at being able to slip through the little crack and, and make positive yards. This is a drive that started at the 20-yard line of Dort College. They're in Midland territory at the 25, first down and 10. Lamley rolling right, still looking, pass behind Petulia. He sees slides at the 15-yard line, and that'll bring up second down and 10 after the incomplete pass, and the clock stops for the first time this afternoon. Second down and 10, and... For Dort College, one of the, uh, they ran about six plays with a lot of success. That's the first play that really looked like Midland got a pretty good handle on it defensively. Yeah, they were sitting back in his own coverage, and uh, there just wasn't anyone to throw to. Um, it was good that he didn't try to force it in somewhere where it shouldn't have gone. Lamley fakes the handoff. Now the under to Caffey. Caffey has a blocker. Now he's going to run out of room, and uh, Xavier Caffey, that play gets stretched out, and Xavier Caffey, once he caught sight of Jack Van Dam, 6'1", 245-pounder, over there cutting him off, Caffey decided not to take him on and ran out of bounds, a loss of a couple on the play. Well-designed play, I thought, initially, but it took a little long to develop. Yeah, I, I wouldn't describe Midland's defense as being overly fast, um, which actually is a, is a downfall in a play like that because uh, you want to have them pursuing hard one direction, and they really didn't. Dort College back to pass Lamley. Lamley looking, delivers to Caffey, and Caffey is separated from the ball at the 20-yard line. That's an incomplete pass, and that will bring up fourth down, and in all likelihood, Dort College forced to settle for a field goal try here as the drive stalls at the 27-yard line. This will be a 44-yard attempt for Dort College, and Jeff Papke... He will kick it out of the hold of Levi Jungling. And officially, this will be a 43-yard field goal attempt. 11-16 remaining here in the first quarter. Scoreless. First possession of the football game was Dort College's. And officially, this will now be a 44-yarder as they mark it at the 34. That's where Jungling will put it down. Snap is down. Kick is up. And the kick angling towards the goal post is good. And the North College defenders are on the board, culminating the drive with a 44-yard field goal by Jeff Papke. And for North College, just important that they got points. We'll talk about that when we return right after this. This is North College Football on KDCR. As we return to action, the North College defenders, a drive that ends in points, and that's always a good way to finish uh, the first drive of the, of the football game, Kyle Akerhoff. Well, no, without a doubt, Mike. You know, you, you put a nice drive together, and that's a perfect example of having a good kicking game and the importance of having a good kicking game because you, you want to come out of a series like that with some points and, and get off to a good start with a lead. Papke now 4 of 7 this season on field goals and remember I believe two of those misses were in the rain against Waldorf a couple of weeks ago. Papke approaches, sends it end over end and Midland will take it inside the 5 out to the 10 to the 15 to the 20 and there's a hole 25-30 and he's going to go. 
looking for flags on the play. North College trying to track him down. Hookster trying to give chase. And racing the other way and neutralizing the momentum is Xavier Edwards with a 97-yard kick return. And the Dort College defenders surrender a touchdown on special teams. And that momentum we just talked about, Kyle, Midland has taken it right back. Yeah, it can happen in a hurry, can it? Um, just a seam. It uh, looked like uh, I saw a defender, Dort defender slip and was on the ground. Um, and that's pretty much right where the returner uh, got upfield. And uh, good speed was just able to outrun everybody else. And it was right up the middle. It wasn't like he got a wall set up to the outside. And as you said, it looked like a player on the special teams for North College slipped. And that spelled a 97-yard kick return for Midland and Xavier Edwards. And Midland is on the board very quickly. Boy, swung around in a hurry. 10.56 left to go in the first quarter. In, in the first quarter, it's Midland 7, North College 3. Back with more after this. 7-3. Turn of events, kick return by Midland, turns a 3-0 deficit into a 7-3 advantage, and we'll talk about a little bit more about that kick return after Dort College's kick return, and who knows, Xavier Caffey's back at the 10-yard line. He's got the capability of uh, making, uh, making a mistake into a touchdown as well. He takes it inside the end zone, and he's going to spin and go, and uh, he's out to the 10 and nothing there for X, and he's going to yeah. be brought down at the 11-yard line. And, Kyle, you were talking about that special teams. We always talk about football being the ultimate team game. You need 11 guys making the play and 11 guys on kick return. As you said, all it takes is one or two guys over pursue or get out of your lane, and suddenly it can go the other way quickly. Yeah, you really saw just with the two kick returns that we, we witnessed, you see it, you saw a Midland return that was going straight north. He was uh, vertical with his track and uh, obviously had great results. There, uh, Xavier probably shouldn't have taken that kick out of the end zone. Uh, it's barely in, but he probably could have needed it. Uh, went a little sideways and bad field position to start. Dort College pass attempt incomplete. It's batted at the line of scrimmage. That'll bring up second down and ten. Dort College actually starting at their own 11-yard line, so not positive on the return for Dort College that time. Let's see if they can get a drive going and uh, really important that they neutralize the momentum right here and uh, maybe get points on the board again if nothing else win the battle of field position send a man in motion that's John Gling handoff to Drury Drury the ball carrier Drury past the 15 out near the 17 yard line before he is brought down and uh, Midland we've alluded to it it's nothing fancy but they, they are where they're assigned to be so far this afternoon. Brock Larson on the tackle. Larson, a linebacker for Midland. Jungling in motion left to right. Hubelhorst will come in tight. And these are some new formations that we've not seen so far this season. Wardour College bringing their wide receivers in just five yards outside the tackle box, handoff to Drury. Drury past the 20 to the 21-yard line. It's going to be close to a first down. Might require a measurement. And it appears they will give him the first down and a very important first down for the North College defenders on that on this drive. First that, down, go ahead. That was a big first down there, Mike. Uh, just not only to keep the, the series alive, but, uh, yeah, a little confidence builder. 
win some field position. North College will stack the eye now. Behind Lamley are Drury and Sconehoven. Sconehoven saw a spot action last week. Hand off to Drury. No. Pass out to Jungling. Jungling has Hubelhorst in front of him. Jungling brought down at the 45-yard line. So a gain of 23 yards on the play for the defenders and a first down for North College. And Levi Jungling coming off a huge game last week against Morningside. He's averaging well over 25 yards per catch. Jungling had Hubelhorst in front of him. Bought him probably another 5 to 8 yards on the play. Hubelhorst able to run some interference for him. Now Dort College will run option. This is Lamley. Lamley buying time, pitches it, and the ball's going to end up on the ground, and that's a forward pass. Uh, not a lateral, but uh, that was a forward pass ruled incomplete. It'll be second down and 10, best case scenario for Dort College the way it looked. Yeah, definitely. They didn't have a whole lot going on that play. Uh, Midland reacted to the option really well, and, and they were playing good option responsibility. In that option, one of the linebackers has to stay with the quarterback and somebody else has to come over and, and defend the running back? Is that how that works? Yeah, and that's why it's going to be really important for, for Dort to mix the run pass. Um, you had a safety coming up to pitch really hard on that last play, and uh, got to be able to, sw- to, to keep him honest. Handoff to Drury. Drury picks up four yards on the play. It's going to be second down and six. I beg your pardon, third down and six after that incomplete pass to start the series of downs. And now Dort College facing third down and six. Hubelhorst back into the contest. Drury will go out. Sconehoven comes into the ballgame. He'll run the single setback. Petulia will be in the slot to the right. And you've got Jake Dodge on the far side. Facing third down and six, Dort College needs the Midland 45-yard line for a first down. Currently, they're at their own 49 with 8.35 remaining in the first quarter. It's Midland seven, Dort College three. Lamley sends a man in motion. That's Petulia. Hands it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven spins and nothing there for Sconey. He's going to be brought down at the 49-yard line. Gain of two on the play. It'll be fourth down and four at midfield. Decision time for the defenders. See if they send Casey Biker out to punt. And Dort College, it appears, will go for it. Fourth down and four. Football at the 49. Petulia in motion. No movement along the line of scrimmage. Play clock is at 12. Thought Dort College might use a timeout and then send the punt team out. Instead, they're still going to go for it. Petulia. In motion again, and now Dort College will exhaust the timeout. And there again, Midland very disciplined. They didn't jump. They didn't give Dort College the three five yards that Dort College was looking for. And uh, it wasn't because the defenders didn't try. They tried it twice, and Midland wouldn't bite either time. Yeah, uh, good discipline shown there by the the Midland defensive front, not uh, reacting to a little bit of motion and and a hard count. Um, So now Dort will punt it away and win some field position back here. Dort College facing fourth down and four. Today's broadcast of Dort College football made possible by a grant from the Van England Hobbit Insurance Agency of Orange City. They do one thing, insurance. Rod DeBoer is an agent. 712-737-6000. By Team Realty of Sioux Center, providing excellent real estate services to the area. Over the buying or selling, put the team to work for you on the World Wide Web at TeamRealtySC.com. Phone number is 712-722-4472. Brian Grudewake is a broker. 
Well, Kyle, we said after the Waldorf game, we thought maybe the heat and humidity, we were done with it, and you wouldn't see me, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be uh, so warm up here, but uh, you brought the heat and humidity back with you again today. I guess, yeah, it is a hot one, and, and this could be a factor late in the game. we got to be able to keep guys on the field, keep them uh, hydrated and able to play. Casey Biker punting, line of scrimmages, the Midland 49. Biker puts his foot into it, angling towards the sideline. And it takes a bounce inside the five, and it comes back towards the North College side of the field, and they down it. We'll wait for the official spot. But North College, that's a good way to swing the field position battle, and uh, Biker that time, nice job of uh, just getting under it, hang time, and got the benefit of a pretty good bounce, and that ends up being a 44-yard punt when you didn't have a lot of room for error. Exactly. That was an outstanding punt. Uh, One of those you're really thankful you got some field turf. seems like they stick right in the ground sometimes and and, and just stop. Now Midland starts backed up. Gary Cannon is the quarterback. He does a little of everything for Midland. He lines up under center. Handoff. And not much there. North College flowing to the defense very well. And there just wasn't much there for the Midland running back. So Gary Cannon, 5.6 yards per rush. He's completing over a little over 50% of his passes. He almost single-handedly last year beat North College in the second half. He ended a running back that is no longer at Midland. He graduated. So Cannon now, pistol, hands off, up the middle. And again, pretty good job of Dort College defending the rush. And coming up to make the stop for Dort College, that is Logan Fanning. Fanning plugging the middle. And with 6.48 left to go in the first quarter, Dort College trailing 7-3. The defense has forced Midland into a third down and seven situation. little read option play there, Mike. Uh, Dort has to be very conscious of the quarterback pulling the ball there. Um, He didn't have a lot of room, but the way he runs the ball, he doesn't need a lot. That's Lucas Voppenford in the backfield with Cannon. Voppenford will now come up to the right shoulder of Cannon. Cannon will roll right, looking, still looking, throws down the field, incomplete, but there's a flag on the play. And in all likelihood, this is in the area of either pass interference or a defensive hold. I think we're going to get a hold here. It seemed to come out pretty early in the in the play. And it was actually not even thrown where the receiver. Pass crossed the line of scrimmage. Automatic first down. So that's going to be on the uh, North College corner, Nathan Cabongo. Cabongo called for defensive holding. An automatic first down. And it'll be Midland football at their own 17-yard line. First down and 10. Make that their own 18-yard line. First down and 10. That's a tough one, Mike, because I I don't think um, Midland was going to have a receiver open on that play. It was pretty well defended. Really didn't need to hold uh, to prevent a big play. First down and 10 for Midland. North College's defense played well in that first series of downs. Just didn't get anything to show for it. Handoff on the end around. That's Hayden Dunn. Hayden Dunn, not much there. He has been used mostly 
as a receiver up to this point. Six catches, short reception, 7.5 yards per catch average. But uh, he that time gets a gain of about four yards on the play. It'll be second down and six after the short run. Yeah, talking to the defensive staff from Dort, uh, Midland likes to run that fly sweep, and it's going to be really important to keep leverage and contain that. Four down, three down linemen for the defenders. Cannon is under center. Cannon hands off to Voppenford. Voppenford lunges forward near the 25-yard line. It's going to bring up third down and three. Uh, it's going to be third down and two. Generous spot out to the 26-yard line. They need the 28 for a first down. This could be a fast-moving football game. Both teams really on the ground a lot. We're already 10 minutes into the game. Dort College trailing 7-3. Midland football facing third down and two. Pistol set. Cannon has Boppenford in the backfield with him. Hands it off, and there's nothing there. Dort College's down linemen do the job. Tyson Dahlgren, Logan Fanning there for Dort College. And the defenders force Midland to punt the, uh, the, into a fourth down situation. A little bit surprised at uh, how conservative Midland was on that play call, Kyle. Yeah, that was, uh, well, you know, they're running a little bit of that read option. I think they want the quarterback to be able to carry it. And uh, Dort's taking that away and uh, doing a good job on the dive. So um, big third down stop there. Levi jungling back at his own 30-yard line. Midland will punt. And that rugby-style punt towards the sideline, and they won't give Jungling a chance to return it. But North College won't be bad field position. It'll be near their own 40-yard line when it's all said and done. Wow. That's going to be great field position. North College will have it at their own 46-yard line. And that official on the far side, he just kept, uh, he just kept <laughs> marching up the uh, sideline. Right in front of the middle and bench, he comes to a stop at the 46. It'll be first down and 10. Yeah, he just... Uh... You know, with that rugby-style pun, he's rolling out towards his right, and he kicks it out of bounds towards the right. Um, there's not a lot of room for error out there. The angle is tough over there, and uh, he ends up giving Dort College decent field position. First down and 10 at their own 46-408. Left to play first quarter. Both teams now have come up with defensive stops. Keithan Drury behind Lamley. Hand off to Lamley, or pardon me, to Drury, and Drury loses his hat. He's going to have to check out of the football game. Picks up four yards on the play, and just like that, Sconehoven off of the bench. Drury will check out for at least one play. That's the rule in college football, high school as well. You lose your helmet, you've got to come off for one play. And uh, really no concern there. Drury will get it back on, and he'll be none the worse for wear. Second down and six for the defenders at midfield. Lamley has Sconehoven behind him. Got Dickerson in at wide receiver. Handoff to Sconehoven. It looked like his foot stuck in the backfield as he received the handoff from Lamley. Short gain on the play. Still managed to pick up two yards, but that was due in large part to Ricky Nelson and Griffin Pillow on that side of the line. Just getting a pretty good push up front, and Sconehoven's able to stumble his way to a two-yard pickup. Yeah, pretty much just fell forward for two yards. Um, so a decent push up front against a, a big defensive lineman. Dort College's offensive line, we've talked about them so far this year through three games. Very good, very seasoned. Handoff to Jungling, play stretches out to the sideline, and Jungling is going to be stopped 
Little or no gain on the play. I think they might give them a yard, maybe two. It's going to be fourth down and two, and Dort College almost in no man's land here. You're now at the Midland 46, facing fourth down and two. Yeah, this might be another uh, try to draw, draw them offsides type of play. Um, you know, you're, you're winning field position right now. You don't want to have it swing back in Midland's favor. Fourth down and two, Dort College will go for it. Hand off to Sconehoven, and Sconehoven again. Looked like he had trouble picking his feet up in the backfield, but this time he is able to pick up enough for a first down down to the 42-yard line. He needed the 44. He got the 42. I tell you what, if he wouldn't have stumbled, Mike, he'd have been in the end zone. He had a great lane to the end zone. Um, just didn't, didn't keep his feet. Lamley hands off to Drury. Drury, short gain on the play. Going to pick up one or two. It's going to be second down and eight. Second and eight, and you think at some point one of those plays up the middle is going to be broken for a big gain for North College. We saw a couple of near misses already. Midland's really committing a lot to stop that run. They are, and they're, they're creeping their safeties up, uh, and they're, they're responsible for the pitch. Um, so they're, they're not going to be there on a dive play if uh, we get into the second level. Short gain again for Drury. Picks up another two yards. It's going to be third down and six. Third and six. Sconehoven is back. Indoor College takes Dodge and their tight end off of the field. That's Dylan Stevens. Dickerson swings to the left side. You've got Hubelhorst to the right. In the slot is Jungling. They bring a linebacker over to cover Jungling, it appears. Sconehoven. Now stations himself on the left side. North College is going to run option. Pitch over to Drury. Drury spins away from a tackler. And maybe picks up two yards on the play. It's going to be fourth down. And that hand up around the helmet that time by the Midland defensive player. Thought Drury's head spun around. And uh, he's getting up a little gingerly. And uh, not sure what is hurting for Keithan Drury. But he's going to have to check out of the football game. Trying to walk it off. Yeah, he got kind of spun around awkwardly. Um, I don't know if he, if it's a back. I mean, he seems to be walking fine. I don't think anything's wrong with his legs. So hopefully we see him back in the game here soon. Thought that hand of the uh, Midland defensive player got up around his helmet, and uh, that's what got him to spin around. And now North College facing fourth down. And four. They need the 32-yard line for a first down. Sconehoven's in the backfield. Petulia's in motion. Back to passes. Lamley has jungling. Incomplete. Uh, they had jungling open over the top. Led him about a, two yards too far. And that'll uh, turn the ball over on downs back to Midland. It'll be first down and 10 for Midland at their own 36-yard line. So the Midland defense, again, comes up with a stop. Yeah, just over through Levi on that play. Um, you will see Dort go back to that matchup. Uh, they got to love uh, Levi Jungling getting matched up with a, a linebacker. Uh, definite speed advantage there for Dort. Well, we talked in the pregame about the points that were scored last week in the conference. So far through one quarter, we've only got 10 up on the board here. Field goal by Dort College and a kick return by Midland. Right now it's 7-3 Midland. Cannon empties the backfield. Two receivers set to the right, two to the left. They bring the tight end off the uh, over the middle and instead pass to the slot on the far side. A pickup of seven on the play for the defenders. And coming up to make the stop for Dort College, 
was Joey Lovatier. And now Midland's picking up the tempo with a good positive play. Pickup of six officially. It's second down and four as the first quarter winds down. Cannon pass complete near midfield. And making the stop is Cabongo, and that's a first down for the Midland Warriors at their own 49-yard line. 32 seconds on the play on the game clock here in the first quarter. First down and 10 for Midland. Football at their own 49-yard line. Clock continuing to move. 20 seconds. Bring a receiver over to the near side. That's Alec Van Alvensleben. Van Alvensleben, wide left. Send a man in motion from right to left. Hand off to Voppenford. No, they keeping it as Cannon, and Cannon is caught in the backfield by Buchanan. Tabongo also coming off of his cornerback assignment, making the stop along with Buchanan for a loss of two on the play, and that's going to be the last play of the first quarter. Great defensive play right there by Dort, um, playing their responsibility defensively. So that brings the first quarter to a close. Our score, Midland 7, Dort College 3. Back with the second quarter of play right after this. 7-3, Dort College trails Midland after one quarter of play, and there's a long ways to go. And what what have we seen in the first quarter that, uh, I guess, has anything surprised you in watching this first quarter of play so far, Kyle? No, it's uh, you see two offensive units kind of feeling out the defenses. Um, and I know from Dort's offensive viewpoint, they're going to get a lot of different looks from Midland. Uh, and they're trying to get an idea of what to expect when. And now you see Midland uh, picking up the tempo a little bit, but also spreading the field more, uh, trying to take advantage of a quick passing game. Second down and 12, Midland sends a man in motion. That's Van Alvensleben. And Van Alvensleben on the end around gets about six yards on the play. There's a second down and 12, cuts it in half down to third and six. And now Midland in similar field position to what North College was earlier. They're in all likelihood in four-down territory here as they try to extend this drive. You can th- if you think of it in that fashion, makes this third down and six play call a little different. For sure. Third down and six. Cannon. Cannon is the quarterback. Back to pass, Gary Cannon. Steps up in the pocket, has a man open, and the pass is complete down the far side. That was Cisneros on the coverage, but getting free inside the 25-yard line down to the 20-yard line is Van Alvensleben, and Van Alvensleben was able to get around Cisneros. He now has seven catches this year, 12.2 yards per catch average. Van Alvensleben, 5'10", 170. He's not a big wide receiver, but uh, that time he was able to get on the backside of Ryan Cisneros. And it's first down and 10 for Midland at the 20-yard line of Dort College. Back to pass is Cannon. Cannon dancing around in the pocket, sliding left, and he steps out of bounds, maybe gained a yard on the play. It's going to be second down and long. Buchanan Able to force him out of the pocket, and Cannon just didn't see anything that he liked for Midland the way it looked, and he ends up uh, going over to the Midland sideline, steps out of bounds right at the first at the uh, line of scrimmage. It's now second down and ten. 
Yeah, you saw a, a middling unit on the first couple of uh, series. Very conservative, giving the ball to the running back, handing the ball off, and now they're putting it in the hands of their quarterback. Two receivers set left on the narrow side of the field. They run a reverse. And not much there for Hayden Dunn. And that will bring up third down and six. Third down and six. Dort College through one quarter. 111 to 21 the advantage in terms of yards, but Midland leading seven to three and now facing third down and six. Third down and six. Cannon, that's the running back set to the left. Since done in motion. And keeping it was Cannon, and Cannon has stopped short of the first down, looks like by a yard. And it's gonna be fourth down and short. Casey Biker on the tackle for the North College defenders. Fourth down and short coming for Midland. Yeah. Midland, go ahead. I would expect some type of run pass option when you got a quarterback like Cannon with ability to run and throw. Uh, they're going to probably roll him out here or get him on a boot, some type of outside action. Stankowski is the kicker for Midland. He's only tried two field goals, so Midland's going for it here. Fourth down and two at the North College 11 yard line. Cannon's going to run option, pitches it out to the wide side and stops short of the first down and the Dort College defense comes up to make the stop. And I believe that was one of the linebackers, Luke DeSotel, on the tackle. DeSotel, a sophomore from Sioux Falls, played good assignment football that time. Really did. You know, they, they, they forced the pitch. Uh, you want to get that ball out of Cannon's hands because uh, he is a very good player. Um, so it forced him to pitch the ball, and uh, Dort did a good job of having somebody playing their responsibility and making a, a very good open field tackle. Is that the key on defending that, is to make the quarterback make a decision earlier rather than later? Yeah, you know, it, it really depends on the team. I would say against this Midland unit, you want uh, the ball out of Cannon's hands, so uh, force him to get rid of it. Lamley, pass, knocked down at the 24-yard line, puts a little air under that, and he probably has jungling for a long completion. Instead, the pass is batted down at the first down marker. It'll be second down and 10. Yeah, really a fine play by the, the corner for Midland. Uh, he settled deep after not having a flat defender or a, a flat uh, wide receiver threat and was able to get his hand on the ball. Caffey lines up in the slot on the far side. Sconehoven is your running back. They hand it off to Sconehoven. Short gain on the play for Levi, and that will bring up second down and eight, and I'm trying to pick out Keith and Drury on the sideline, and there he is looking like he's trying to stretch out that lower back, and... Uh, might be exactly what you said when he got spun around, uh, came up a little awkward, and uh, Chris Fagerness, the Dort College athletic trainer, trying to work on him and trying to get him back into play if possible. So Dort College without their leading ground gainer for this series. Facing third down and eight after the two-yard gain on the play. Petulia in motion, back to passes Lamley. Lamley has jungling open and misses just high. And that will bring up fourth down and long. And again, Dort College, 
They had the matchup they wanted, Mike. They had the matchup they wanted. Just got to put it on Levi there. Not not a down-and-distance situation that Dort wants to be in. Um, You know, this isn't an offense designed to step back in the pocket and sling it all over the field. So uh, you you don't want to be in a lot of third-and-eight situations today. Casey Biker this time punting from his goal line. Return man for Midland at the 50-yard line. Biker gets his foot into it out to the 40-yard line of Midland. Running it back will be Hayden Dunn. Dunn at midfield, and he is brought down. First down and 10 for Midland at the Dort College 49-yard line. We have a flag way back at the, well, in the backfield. Um, Yeah, way back in the backfield. That's uh, inside the five-yard line, so... I did not see did the punter get hit. Petulia came up. He's the last man leaving the field for Dort College. And he had to put his helmet back on, Mike. So I think uh, I think a Midland player uh, was getting a little bit too aggressive, probably hands to the face, and eventually took off a helmet. Let's see if we uh, we've got that little delay on our live stream and as the camera swung back to the return man it looked like Petulia went down and the Midland player followed him and then we lost him but uh, the officials will sort this one out Petulia he was indicating he me saying first down toward college but uh, that might be a little optimistic we'll wait get the official word from our officials here in just a moment well, I think that's the discussion right now, Mike, is at, at what point in the play uh, was the foul committed? Was it uh, before the change of possession uh, or post-possession change? That will determine where the, the penalty gets marked off. Next voice you hear will be our referee for the afternoon. There are two fouls on the play, both by the receipt team. Holding number 20, that penalty will be declined. Unsportsmanlike conduct, number 11 of the receiving team, 15-yard penalty from the end of the play, first down, middling. So they are saying in that situation where the the ball had changed possessions, it is Midland's football. It's gonna yeah. they're gonna lose 15 yards of their field position though. It'll go from the North College 49-yard line, and if my math is correct, it'll be uh, back. I think we're gonna be inside the 30, yeah. down to the 25. They're gonna mark that actually back from uh, where he caught the punt. That's a big penalty. Uh, that's a huge swing in uh, field position. Yards. That's 26 yards where it would have been at the North College 49. It's back at the Midland 25-yard line. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5, also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. North College and Midland. Midland leads it 7-3 by virtue of a kick return. And Gary Cannon brings his troops out onto the field. And I was surprised Midland did not put up much of a fight in terms of where that ball ends up being spotted. Gary Cannon back to pass, looking, has a man open on the uh, hash mark, and it's complete out near midfield coming up to make the stop for North College. 
was Joey Loveteer and uh, too much time for Cannon to survey the field and looked like he went with his third option and was able to find Van Alsleben for that long game. Yeah, Cannon is uh, showing that he has a very good, strong arm and can put the ball uh, in a hole. Uh, You can't uh, allow him to sit in the pocket and uh, have that kind of time to throw. Midland facing first down and 10. Football at the midfield strike. They lead 7-3. Back to pass is Cannon. Cannon looks. Pass complete and blowing up the play is Josiah Cody. Cody, first man there on the completion to Charles Apuna. And Apuna is stopped for a one-yard loss on the play. Yeah, nice play by Cody uh, as Midland is trying to set up the uh, wide receiver screen. They had some offensive linemen out in front, uh, but they just could not get a block on Josiah, and he made a nice play and a good good tackle. Second down and 11. That pinging sound you hear in the background and sometimes the foreground are the thunder sticks handed out today. And one of those pairs of thunder sticks right in front of our crowd, Mike, so you'll get that sound right in your living room. Hand off, or the long pass, or the pass to the slot is complete to Sinclair Lasquette. And Lasquette, 11-yard gain on the play, and that's enough for a Midland first down. First down and 10 for Midland at the North College 38. Now the North College defense is bent, but it hasn't broken. And they're going to be tested here again as Midland moving the football into North College territory. First down and 10 for Midland. Cannon turns, hands, and it's no gain on the play. North College defenders staying home on defense. That handoff went to Daryl Dave. And that's going to be no gain on the play, actually a loss of two. And that will bring up second down and long. Yeah, the back just trying to stretch the play out to his left. And uh, Dort did a great job of pursuing to the football and getting a lot of uh, black shirts around uh, the ball carrier. Cannon in the backfield. He'll get this. He'll be on the pistol as a running back set to his left. Back to pass is Cannon. Cannon pass to the, uh, to the sideline. Incomplete. Sinclair Lesquette, the intended receiver, and Ryan Cisneros is going to be hit with a penalty here as he makes contact with Lesquette after the pass drops to the ground. That's going to be a tough one for North College rather than third down and 12. And this is a late hit. So a 15-yard penalty. And it's going to be first down and 10 for Midland inside the North College 30-yard line. And that's a tough one, Kyle, after North College looked like they got what they wanted, an incomplete pass. Rather than third down and long, it's going to be first down and 10 at the North College 25. Yeah, that, that's just an emphasis. You see this emphasis at all levels as they're just trying to protect players and and honestly there probably wasn't a need for the hit ball was well overthrown i just got to lay off on a play like that cannon hands off and nothing there in the defenders josiah cody again a pretty good job of stopping the running back and uh there hasn't been much there for midland so far in the run game no there hasn't and uh yeah, I'm waiting for that moment where uh, 
Cannon is going to pull that and try to make something happen. The one time he did, Dort defended it very well. So, uh, you know, force this team to throw the ball. Uh, you know, I always like the philosophy of stop the run first, force the team to throw. Second down and 12, back to pass is Cannon. Cannon steps up in the pocket, has a man open over the top, and the pass is incomplete. Cabongo there for Dort College, and uh, Cabongo giving up quite a bit of size. That was Midland's tight end, but uh, he was able to defend it well enough and force the incomplete pass in the back of the end zone. Yeah, for fortunate for Dort, uh, Cannon probably picked the wrong vertical route. He had uh, another vertical inside seam route that was uh, wide open. Uh, I'm sure he wishes he had that throwback, but... Good for Dort. Now we got him in a third and extra long situation. Third down and 12. Cannon keeps it himself. He's going to try to run for it, and he's going to be brought up down on the sideline. Little or no gain on the play, and again, it was Josiah Cody, and Josiah Cody very active defensively on this series. He's been in on a lot of stops. And that'll bring up fourth down and long for Midland at the Dort College 26-yard line. Decision time for Midland. As I said earlier, their kicker is Matt Stenkowski. And Stenkowski has only tried two field goals up to this point. It doesn't look like Midland has any intention of attempting a field goal here. Yeah, you wonder what they're going to do here. They're letting the clock run down. They're not even breaking the huddle. Uh, Probably want to get over to the sideline and discuss this, but uh, run a little extra time off the clock. 7.01 left to play in the first half. Dort College trails Midland 7-3. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Dort College football on KDCR. From a hot and humid open space park, Sioux Center, Iowa, Midland is facing fourth down and eleven. Midland leads 7-3. And the North College defenders will try to get the football back and make another defensive stop. They have one stop to their credit already this afternoon. And they will try to do it again as Midland breaks their timeout huddle. Cannon is on the field. In the backfield with him is Daryl Dave. Back to pass is Cannon. Cannon surveying the field, and he's in the grasp, makes no, the pass. No. And they are going to rule, and it will be ruled a completed pass down to the 10-yard line. 16 yards. And Van Olvensleben on the receiving end of that, and it certainly looked from our vantage point like that ball might have skipped up into the breadbasket of Van Olvensleben, but as it is, it's ruled a complete pass, and Dort College just a split second away from a quarterback sack in that situation as well. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a bad missed call. Um, Cannon is under center. First down and goal to go at the 10. He pitches to the right. And hurtling into the end zone. And the North College crowd wants a fumble through the end zone. And now the referee is going to come over to talk things over. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if the ball ever made it to the end zone. I think okay. it went directly out of bounds uh, sideways. 
So as it is, the running back was ruled out of bounds at the one-yard line. It'll be first down and, pardon me, second down and goal to go at the one. Dave is the running back. Midland trying to add to their 7-3 lead. 6-12 remaining. First half of play. Set a man in motion. Cannon's going to keep it himself. Cannon racing to the corner, into the end zone. And that's a touchdown. And now we've got a flag on the play on the far side as well. Well, this play should never started. They had, Midland had two guys in motion. Very obvious call. I don't know how the officials are missing this. Um, there's, there's, there's no question about this one. I don't. There's one flag, and that's laying at the five-yard line. Illegal step. Offense number 87. Two men in motion. Five-yard penalty. Three plays. First down. So they did get the call. It just came in extremely late. I had thought it was involved, involving the corner and the receiver yeah. over on the far exactly. side. They stayed engaged with their block for a long time. So it's second down and goal to go from the seven. Cannon brings them up to the line of scrimmage. Boppenford is in the backfield with him. Receiver right. They put Boppenford on the right side of Cannon. Pass to the end zone, battered away by Casey Biker. And that'll bring up third down and goal to go from the seven. So third down and seven, third down and goal to go from the seven. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Six minutes left to go in the first half. North College trailing by four, seven to three. And just feels like this is a very pivotal point of this first half as Dort College tries to stay within one score of Midland. The Midland coaching staff talking things over on the sideline. And they're going to exhaust their second timeout of the first half. So timeout number two used by Midland here in the first half of play. Back with more after this. This is Dort College football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5, also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. 7 to 3 hour score. Dort College trailing by four. Just unable to get things going offensively. And uh, body language for Keevan Drury not good on the sideline. I don't think he's returning today. As it is, it's third down and goal to go from the seven. Cannon fakes the handoff, throws towards the end zone, and was he in bounds? He was not. Just out of bounds, and I thought, boy, they took a long look at it. We don't have much of an angle here to look at it, but uh, that would have been a fantastic catch if he comes down with it, but uh, he's ruled out of bounds in the end zone. Yeah, there again, if Cannon uh, sets his feet quicker and throws the ball on time, honestly, that uh, that receiver's pretty much uncontested into the end zone. Stankowski kicking. One for two on field goals this season. This will be a 23-yarder. Snap is down. They're going to fake it. Throwing towards the end zone, and it is in and out of the hands, and they have the right play call. Nolan Wolf unable to come away with it, and Midland 
Midland's leaving some points out there. Well, <laughs> and I, I'm sure, you know, looking at the other sideline, uh, coaching staff is frustrated over there. Uh, it, it's really hard when you don't have confidence in your kicker. And uh, by faking that one, they're showing uh, that they don't. And that, that's going to come back and bite you. And that, catch, that kicker catches on to that in a big hurry. In a hurry, yep. Well, Dort College trailing 7-3 to with a football. And uh, offense has been on the sideline a long time. They should come out rest. It would be awfully good for Dort College if they can somehow keep their defense on the sideline for a little while and give them a break heading into halftime. Exactly. And they start off with a nice, nice completion. I don't know if it's going to be close to a first down here for... Hubel Horse with a 10-yard pickup on the play. Just a simple 10-yard uh, pass from Lamley to Hubelhorst. And Hubelhorst, nothing flashy, but he's gotten the job done here through the first three-plus games of the year. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven picks a, maybe a yard or two on the play. It's going to be second down and eight. Second down and eight, and, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any question that Keithan Drury is in all likelihood done for the afternoon. He's uh, seated on the bench, and uh, there is no attempt right now for him to try and get loose. So it's going to be Sconehoven getting the bulk of the work at running back for Dort College from here on out, second down and eight. Yeah, it may force uh, the offensive staff, Coach Mingo, to get a little bit more creative with his play calling, uh, rely on... And they have the athletes to do that, Mike, so it should be fun to watch the, the rest of the guys do their thing. Lamley is going to roll left. Pass is complete to Jungling, and Jungling tumbles out of bounds as he's knocked out of bounds at the 29-yard line. And that's a first down for the Dort College defenders. The Dort College, when they get it clicking, they can pick up yards and pick them up in a hurry. They've had the football for less than a minute here, and they've picked up 20 yards. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven submarined, downed at the 34-yard line. Gain of four on the play. Good positive uh, run play there. Sconehoven, a sophomore from Hospers, Iowa. Send jungling over in the slot on the far side. Had a couple of near misses with jungling so far this afternoon. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven picks up a couple on the play, and it's going to be third down and four. So third and four with the clock moving. Four minutes remaining here in the first half. Dort College has it at their own 37-yard line. So a third down and three for the defenders. Yeah, this is more of a third down situation that uh, Dort wants to be in. Uh, keeps uh, the playbook wide open. Can do a lot of different things here. Cornerbacks playing about seven yards off the line of scrimmage. Lamley, pass complete to jungling and jungling. Falls to the ground to make that grab at the 48-yard line, and that's more than enough for a first down. That's an 11-yard pickup on the play for Levi Jungling. Yeah, great run-pass option there. Uh, Lamley's rolling out to his right. He's got the pitch back um, as the the defender as the defense commits against the run. Lamley keeps it himself. He's going to pick up 11 yards on the play and another first down for the defenders. You bet. Great job of mixing things up here right now for Dort. You see a lot of different names, a lot of different guys getting involved with this uh, offensive series. Have not seen much involvement for Jake Dodge yet on the near side. He's got a size advantage on the uh, corner, Josh Peterson. We'll see if they come back to him. Lamley looking that way. 
Sidesteps a defensive player and throws it in the vicinity of Petulia. Pass falls incomplete. It'll be second down and ten. Yeah, good job by Lamley not taking the loss there. Um, just throwing it away outside the pocket, so he just needed to get that pass past the line of scrimmage, and he definitely did that. I had thought they might go to Dodge, but Dodge was pretty well covered on the play. It's going to be second down and ten. Football at the Midland 40-yard line. Jungling in motion. They throw it towards Dodge. Dodge led him too far. Incomplete. Would have been about a 15-yard gain, but uh, pass thrown too far to the outside of Dodge, and that time they're just trying to play a little bully ball and uh, trying to use Dodge's size advantage, but they've been unable to get it to him so far. Yeah, and I'm sure uh, they'll be going back to that play because there is a good uh, six-inch height advantage out there, and um, I think the defensive back has good speed, but you know, you throw it high enough, he's not going to be able to reach it. Third down and ten, Dort College in four-down territory, I would imagine, here. Six seconds, five seconds on the play clock. Send a man in motion, Caffey, handed off to Caffey. Caffey trying to get to the edge, to the 40. And a flag on the play. We got a face mask. I think it's going to keep this drive, keep this drive alive for Dort. Gage Hartline got his hands up around the face mask of Dort College's Xavier Caffey. Personal foul, face mask, number 48, defense, 15-yard penalty. That's going to be a 15-yard penalty, and that one's going to hurt. That one comes on the end of the play, so you go from the 35 or so. They had him short of the 35, so the 37 actually, down to the 22-yard line. First down and 10 for the defenders at the Midland 22-yard line. Coming up at halftime, where are they now? Will McLean will be visiting with that. Lamley is going to roll out, looking up the sideline, and pass to Dickerson. Did he catch it? No, he did not. They say he was incomplete to Dickerson, and uh, best-case scenario for Dort College, I was going to say, would be an incomplete pass. They very nearly got a great-case scenario on a completion to Dickerson. Dickerson very nearly pulls that one in on the sideline. Yeah, it just a, it looked like uh, Lamley wasn't prepared for the snap or the snap was a little bit off center, and uh, he made something out of nothing and, and good just to not lose some yardage there. Second down and 10. Tight end Dylan Stevens. Handoff, and that time, North College. Straight ahead carry for six yards for Sconehoven. And uh, Sconehoven, not terribly shifty. Pretty durable. He's shown that he's durable over the last year plus when he's gotten his opportunities. And it's going to be third down and four. Remember, he got banged up in that first game of the year against Waldorf, and they thought he might be out for a significant period of time. But uh, he made pretty fast recovery, played some snaps last week, and is getting a lot of snaps here this afternoon with Keith and Drury out of play right now. And Dort's going to take a timeout here. Good, uh, good use of a timeout. We want to make sure we take advantage of this third and third and fourth situation. 204 left to go in the first half. Worst case scenario here, Kyle. What do you want to come away with as an offensive staff with it third down and three at the 16-yard line? What's the worst case you want? Well, yeah, you just don't want a negative play. You don't want to be going backwards. Um, you know, I think 
you know, Dort has shown that uh, they, they have confidence in their kicker, and uh, you want to come out of this with some points, so you don't want to put him in a tougher situation by going backwards. Watching the offensive line, they've had pretty good success on the ground. What have they done here? This what have they been doing here this afternoon that allowed has allowed them to have some success running the football? Yeah, you know they play with great pad level, and and I know we've talked about this throughout. Is you know when you have experienced guys up front in the offensive line, uh, a group that has played together for a long time, and uh, they're doing a great job of creating some movement and uh, creating some seams, and. Uh, and Coach Mingo's doing a great job, of, and Coach Penner are doing a great job of mixing up some r- little run-pass option, a little inside, a little outside, really forcing uh, Midland to be sound in all aspects. Third down, three yards to go. Petulia's in the slot. Hubelhorst is wide right. They hand it off to Sconehoven. No, Lamley keeps it himself. Lamley, run-pass option, and he's inside the 10 on the completion to Hubelhorst. And Hubelhorst... He's just out there as an option for him. There was no real pattern run. He just went out, staked out a spot. Cornerback had to play basically very defensively, and Hubelhorst is able to get enough for a first down. Yeah, really well-designed play. And when you have a quarterback that can throw on the run like uh, Lamley can, uh, that's a nice little threat um, doing that run-pass option. 158 remaining. First half. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven inside the five, down to the three-yard line. Second down and goal to go. Okay, do you start working the clock here to make certain that your opponent doesn't get the football back? Well, I guarantee special teams coaches are uh, thinking about what they're going to do on a kickoff uh, <laughs> to, to not give up another 100-yard return. But, um, we, you know, it's, bottom line is you got to end this drive in the end zone, uh, take the lead back. Second down and five. We're getting ahead of ourselves right now. Lamley has jungling on the right. Caffey to the left. Sconehoven in the backfield. Midland is going to load up against the run. They send jungling in motion. They hand it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven spins near the goal line. Stops short of the goal line by about a yard. It's going to be third down and one as we approach the one-minute mark of this first half. And I don't think you're going to see Dort get too fancy in here. we got uh, an offensive line that's experienced, that's tough, hard-nosed group that uh, they've gotten a push against just about everybody they've played, and I think we're going to see another inside run here. I go behind Jacob Cook or Ricky Nelson if I can, and they do. No, that's Lamley, and Lamley's going to be stopped at the four-yard line. I think they hand that football off, Kyle. They're in the end zone because Sconehoven ended up in, in the end zone after the fake. Yeah, it's one of those where uh, I think Josh Lamley was probably overthinking things a little bit. Um, There was uh, a little bit of penetration. I think he saw that and pulled the ball, but I think you just got to have faith in your running back and your offensive line in that situation. Certainly looked like they got a pretty good push up front. Now there's 14 seconds left. Dort College will let the clock wind down, and they will call a timeout with less than five seconds remaining in the half. Joel Penner calls for a timeout with two seconds remaining and waiting to see if the kick team comes out. I've not seen Jeff Papke yet. Well, this is, this is a tricky, tricky situation. You, you want to give your guys confidence. You want to let the offense know that you have confidence in them to, to get that final four yards and stick it in the end zone, but it's also... 
you know, it's going to be the last play of the half. If you can end on a positive note with some points, uh, that's tough to turn down also. Papke does come out onto the field at the last instant, so I am. they're leaving that open as an option at least. But I would think if that was the primary objective was the uh, kick, I don't know that they'd be taking the full time out. Well, they, they are. Papke comes out. This will be about a 21-yard field goal attempt. And it'll get North College to within one if they convert. This will be kicked from the right hash mark. Definitely not a gimme. This is uh, a tough angle going from the, the right hash this close to the goalpost. Jungling is the holder. And now does Midland want a timeout? Well, we had a stoppage in play. That's not good, Mike. I, you know, you got a guy lined up to kick and looked like the officials were. And now they will, Midland will call a timeout. Now I would imagine there is some concern if you're Midland with jungling the holder that maybe there might be something up there. So I, I would guess that's what they're thinking about. Now, Dort College has not done anything like that to my recollection so far this year. Yeah, when you have a, a good athletic guy uh, holding on PATs and, and field goals, you know, you got a lot of things that you probably can do, uh, whether you want to is another story. Again, it's you want to come out of this really good end-of-the-half series offensively, driving it down the field, yeah, you just want to come out of this with some points. And, you know, a fake while tempting is uh, still a high risk. Especially at this point of the game. Yeah. Both you know. Dort's defense has played well. They've bent, but they haven't broken. Right. I would say get to the halftime down. If they can convert this down one, that's a very good situation to be in. Jeff Papke will be kicking, jungling, holding. Snap is down, kick is up, and after all of that, the kick is good. And the Dort College defenders take a 7-6 lead as we go to halftime. So, not a lot of flash. You and I both came into today's ballgame thinking maybe the offenses would rule. So far, they haven't. 7-6, Dort College a pair of field goals, Midland a long kick return. It'll be interesting to see what the two teams do in the halftime to adjust to what the other has taken away so far this afternoon. Yeah, you did see quite a bit of that, just trying to feel each other out throughout the first half, and this is where uh, you'll you'll see what uh, kind of stabs both sides of the ball have because they're, they're going to come out with some different wrinkles here in the second half and try to get things rolling offensively. We're going to take a break. And we are going to check in with the where are they now. It's going to be Will McClain. Looking forward to hearing what uh, Will McClain is up to. Uh, He was one of our COSIDA Academic All-Americans a few years back. He was from uh, South Dakota. And Kristen Zalster caught up with him. We're going to check in with the where are they now coming up in a few minutes. And uh, about uh, 12, 13 minutes from now, we will have our rundown of the halftime statistics. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more in a moment. Stay tuned for Where Are They Now? 
Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Christian Zylstra, the host of Where Are They Now? And this is our fourth edition of the segment Where Are They Now? Which honors former Dort College coaches and players. This is the 10th competitive year of varsity football at Dort College. And the program meant to catch you up and honor some of the players who helped form Dort's foundation and helped make the product you see on the field today possible. Joining me this week is former Dort College defensive back Will McClain, who graduated from Dort College in the spring of 2012. He was the older brother of also Dort College defensive back Cole McClain. And so we've got a lot of great stuff ahead. Will, thank you for taking the time to join me today, and let's just dive right into this. You're from Miller, South Dakota, and I'm curious, when did you first hear about Dort? I went to high school at a small private Christian boarding school out in the middle of the prairie in South Dakota, literally in the middle of nowhere. It's called Sunshine Bible Academy. And uh, we had had a couple of upperclassmen in the high school ahead of me a couple years that had gone to Northwestern. And, uh, you know, I'd heard plenty of good things about it. I honestly had never even really heard of Dort, but we had some time kind of towards the middle aspect of our I can't remember if it was my junior or senior year, but to kind of go look at some colleges and stuff. I think it was early in my senior year. And we went down to look at Northwestern. And, you know, in the process of learning about Northwestern, we, you know, found out about Dort as well. And we figured while we were looking looking at Northwestern, we might as well stop over and take a look at Dort. So, and, you know, then I had played high school football and I was interested in potentially playing football in college. And I found out about the, you know, the fact that they were just starting a program at Dort. And I think I, I believe I talked to Coach Bauer, I think, on that first visit just because I had mentioned to the, uh, whoever was, you know, giving me a tour that I was, you know, I played football and was maybe interested in, in playing. So that was kind of, I guess, how I found out about Dort. And I, I really, I got, uh, had a good, good, uh, kind of impression of the campus and kind of what it had to offer academically as well because academics was very important to me. You know, obviously I knew that I wasn't going to, I had no illusions about, you know, playing professional sports or anything, but I, I, enjoyed, I really enjoyed playing football in high school. So it was, it was kind of a good combination of academics and uh, athletic, like an athletic opportunity for me. So that's what I guess ended up helping me decide to go there. We started the segment off by talking to Dort's first ever head football coach, John Hevener. I know you mentioned him in there. What was it mm-hmm. like playing for Coach Hevener? What was that experience like being around that guy every day? Kind of the further out that I've gotten from that whole experience and the more kind of, I don't know, perspective that I've had to think about about it in retrospect. The thing that I that really sticks out to me is that he always came to he always came to practice with just a, a wonderful attitude and he really had a passion for coaching and he was he was just a I don't, I don't know a, a great just a great human being a great you know godly Christian example really for all of us and you know obviously we had a lot of we lost a lot of games and uh, <laughs> when I look back and just look at the way that he approached pairing for teams each week and sort of you know, having a game plan and uh, having a positive approach to the week, and I, I don't ever remember him saying anything, you know, negative about us as players. The things that he had to say were encouraging. I, I just, I, you know, I haven't talked to him in quite a while, but I, yeah, I don't know his his approach and his coaching style and just his uh, the type of person that he was definitely made an impact on me, and I, I have an awful lot of respect for him. 
you're an incredibly bright individual, um, e even when you were back at Dort and before. And it's been evidence kind of where you've gone along since your time at Dort. You went to the uh, Sanford School of Medicine at the University of South Dakota. What was your time like there at, uh, at the Sanford School of Medicine? And how did it feel being selected uh, into kind of the nation's only medical honor society, Alpha Omega Alpha? I guess it's nice to, you know, earn those kinds of honors and distinctions, I guess. The, the thing about USC is that it's a pretty small class size. Again, I you know, I think kind of all the way through, you know, I went to a high school that had you know, 24 kids in my graduating class. Obviously, board is smaller in terms of, you know, class size, and you're able to create a lot of close friendships with those people just because you constantly saw people that you knew, and then my medical school class is too small. So, so I think the, one of the things I like about USC is that you got to know everybody really well. But yeah, no, I uh, I was I felt pretty blessed to get into medical school. You know, I I think I feel like Dort set me up pretty well in terms of my uh, academic preparation for medical school. And then, uh, you know, it really, I I definitely don't look at look at myself as like a you know a genius or like I'm way, way smarter than other people. I think it really for me it was just a lot of hard work. You know, a lot of hours spent studying. You know, obviously, I guess, you know, things have worked out pretty well for me so far. But, you know, I, I owe so much of that to, you know, the, my upbringing. I have, you know, wonderful parents that bring examples for me. Obviously, God has certainly given me a, a measure of intelligence. But, I, you know, and I think with, what I've done with that, I owe that to a lot, all the people kind of that have helped me along the way, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I had a, I've been very blessed terms of my all throughout my education i guess now for those that don't know what are you up to now so i am i'm uh, currently my second year of resident uh, orthopedic surgery residency and uh at the san antonio military medical center in san antonio texas so i in, in medical school i joined the military through it's called the health professional scholarship program kind of like a you know a situation where you you join and then they, you know, obviously give you financial aid for your, your last years of medical school. And then, then once you're done with all of your medical training, then you owe the military a certain number of years. So I'm, I'm in the Air Force. And then uh, uh, the program that's uh, called Stanford is uh, it's like a joint uh, Army and Air Force uh, residency program. So orthopedics is, you know, all the, like, musculoskeletal stuff. Um, obviously, I've always been interested in sports, and it's kind of a medical specialty where the main goals are kind of restoring people's function, you know, getting them back to doing the things that they like to do. So there's definitely a, a common thread there for me, kind of what drew me to it. Is that something that, that you want to do after you, you've kind of served your couple of years uh, for the military and with the Air Force? I'm not really sure at this point. I still have to kind of decide. I owe the military at least four years of service after I'm done with my residency training. So, you know, there's things like deployments and obviously get stationed somewhere where they, the military has a need for an orthopedic surgeon. You know, some people stay in sort of their entire career in the military. Other people, you know, get out when their time is up. I still kind of have to make that decision. I'm not really sure what, you know, there's certain specialties within orthopedics that you can go into. Uh, I'm not really sure about any of that quite yet. 
last question here, Will, and then I'll let you go. Kind of getting back a little bit to Dort football and Dort sports, your brother ended up playing uh, the same position eventually at Dort yeah. and and even wore the same number. Did you get to see him play much? And what was it like kind of knowing that, that even though you were no longer at Dort and no longer with yeah. the football team, that, that there was still going to be a McLean wearing number 10 on Saturdays? Uh, no, yeah, I actually because I, I went to med school in Vermillion, so I, I was able to make it over and see, you know, several of his games. I think at first when I went, there was like this, you know, you have this sort of competitive streak in you that you watch him play and you're like, oh, man, I you know, I think I was better than he was. But <laughs> after a while, you kind of, I'd like to say that I'm the third. I'm not really sure if that's true or not, but Cole definitely, yeah, it was, it was special to me that he decided to wear the same number. Uh, it was cool that he played the same position, but I was just really proud of his, I don't know, he really developed into a really good player. Certainly, I feel he was much better than I was. I don't, don't, tell, don't tell him I said that. but uh, <laughs> I won't. He, um, yeah, it was it was great. I, I loved watching their the team, and, you know, I, I still, you know, get on the website and check up on the scores and stuff, and I obviously very interesting to me to see how the team's doing. I was, it was really neat to see how... Um, you know, I've never, I, I think I met Coach Penner once uh, a couple of years ago when he was at one of those games or something like that, but it, it's really neat to see kind of how things, the programs, definitely looks like it's turning a corner in terms of, you know, the competitive product that's being put out there, which is awesome. But, yeah, all that's really, it was, it was neat. I, Cole's obviously gone on to other things. He's doing really well also. All right, Will, I really appreciate you joining me today. I know it's it's a busy time for you, so really grateful that you yeah. could uh, that you could fit us in the schedule, and uh, God bless. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. That was former Dord College defensive back Will McLean, a graduate of the spring of 2012. And again, Will, thank you for joining us. It means a lot. It was a lot of great insight. Great to see how you were doing a, a lot of great stuff and a busy time in your life with residency, years in the Air Force coming up, you know, figuring out where exactly you want to specialize with orthopedic surgery. So certainly an exciting and busy time for Will McLean. And it's an exciting time for Dord College football as well. We have the second half of the Dord College Defenders against the Midland Warriors just around the corner. We'll toss it back to Mike Biker, who will get you prepped for the second half right after this. Welcome back to Open Space Park. The Dort College Defenders and Midland Warriors about five minutes away from the start of the second half. Dort College trailing Midland 7-6. Scores from around the conference, tough to come by. Some live scoring not working this afternoon. Northwestern leads Briar Cliff at halftime 35-13. No report on Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan and Doan and Concordia. No report there as well. Might try to do a little bit more uh, tracking it down of those scores when we take our next break. Uh, first half statistics, Dort College 13 first downs, Midland with 8. Dort College 118 yards on the ground, 28 for Midland. Passing, Midland 94, Dort College 70. All total, Dort College 188 yards of offense, Midland 122. Midland's score came on a kick return for a touchdown. Dort College's two scores were a pair of field goals by Jeff Papke. Dort College led in rushing by Keithan Drury with 66 yards. Levi Sconehoven with 44. Brock Lamley, 6 of 16. Pretty uncharacteristic, 6 for 16. He usually has open receivers. He'll hit them. I would expect uh, he'd like to have some of those passes back, but he's got 70 yards of completions, 35 of those yards to Levi Jungling. 
Hayden Dunn, two rushes for nine yards for Midland as Sword College has controlled the running game. Gary Cannon, 7 of 10 passing for 94 yards. Alec Van Alvenleben, three catches for 51 yards. Kyle Achterhoff, uh, the game of chess, uh, the game of chess, I would say, continues and really hits its high point at halftime when these two teams try to make adjustments. Yeah, you're, you you look back at the first half and you, you see some of the things that you had success with uh, that you'll go back to. Um, you know, for, for Dort, I think we've, we've had some wide receivers open downfield and uh, some real opportunities for some big plays, and hopefully they can hit on some of those in the second half. Whereas Midland, uh, they had some success with a short passing game, and you think that they're probably going to go back to that also. But who's going to have a different wrinkle? Who's going to put in something a little bit different in the second half that will lead to some success, some success? Now, as the season progresses, do you specifically hold things back for situations in, 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 a, in a, a potentially tight ball game? Where you show something that you maybe haven't shown up to this point of the year? Yeah, you do. Or, or you have a little bit of wrinkle off of something that you did earlier in the season. Um, just to, to throw something different at a defense, something that uh, they're not necessarily expecting. But you, you might be working on it for several weeks in a row before you actually use it in a, in a game. The Dort College defenders and Midland Warriors getting set for the second half. A warm and humid day here in Sioux Center. Now you walk outside of the press box. It's a little more bearable because there is air movement. But for those of you wondering, winds are out of the south, southwest at about 5 to 10 miles per hour. Temp is at 82 degrees, predicted to hit somewhere in the upper 80s before today is over. Uh, I did track down one other halftime score. Doan leads Concordia 16-14. And the reason the live scoring isn't working on Dakota Wesleyan and Hastings, they're in delay. Sounds like they are probably having some weather out that way. I know we were concerned that we might be dealing with weather here today. I'm guessing, unless something blows up, we're going to be in okay shape for the next hour and a half or two hours, but uh, they're dealing with it over in Mitchell already this afternoon. Dort College will be kicking off what wind there is, and it's a little, it's much lighter than it was yesterday. Yesterday, Wind gusts in that 20 to 30 mile per hour range today, more in that uh, 5 to 10 mile per hour range. But what wind there is, Dort College will be kicking into to start the second half, and Midland still playing with a one point lead at 7 to 6. Jeff Papke will be kicking off for Dort College. This is where Midland scored their only points of the day so far on a kick return. And Jeff Papke will tee it up at the 35-yard line. And we are underway with the second half and a uh, shallow kick taken at the 25-yard line. It's down on the ground, over-pursuit by the defenders. And then the return man slips and falls right on the Sioux Center Warrior logo at about the 27-yard line in Dort College. Uh, The special teams coach, Adam Conway, Taking into account what happened earlier in the half, he doesn't want to give the return man another chance for Midland. Exactly, yeah. Short, high kick, um, taken by the up back. Probably should have let it go. Uh, I think the deep defender was in a position to field it uh, cleanly. and uh, then, it's not, then it doesn't become an advantage. 
Gary Cannon is the quarterback. The running back is Lucas Boppenford. Now, Midland has not had much luck running the ball so far. They bunch their receivers three to the right. They hand it off to Boppenford. Boppenford, positive yardage. He's got five. He's got ten. And now he's running to midfield. He's to the 40, to the 35. Breaks a tackle down to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, five, and dragged down from behind. And Midland, a unique formation where they brought all their receivers out to within probably five yards of the sideline, really spread things out. And Boppenford, once he got through the first three or four yards, he had nothing but green in front of him. Yeah, just a, f- a few missed tackles early in that, that run. And, um, yeah, he just kept kept his legs going. Midland, handoff. Daryl Dave stopped inside the one. It's going to be second down and one. And so far for Midland, it's been the story of two big plays. Now, they haven't done anything yet in terms of score on that big play, but they have it inside the North College 5 at the 1. Second down and goal to go at the 1. Cannon gets the play from the sideline. A kick return for a touchdown. North College a couple field goals. It's 7-6. Midland leading. Cannon under center. One receiver set to the right. Cannon rolling right, and he's going to be snacked up. Second effort. Did he get in? He did. Yeah. Touchdown. Kind of a risky play by Cannon, uh, sticking the ball out uh, to break the plane, but uh, he got it over the the plane, the line, the goal line before it got knocked loose. Second effort by Cannon that time gets him into the end zone, and now Midland will attempt the point after. This is Matt Stankowski. Stankowski, 8 of 9 on point after tries this season. So Stankowski trying to make it 14 to 6. Stankowski, snap is down, kick is up, and I think he hooked it. He did. It remains a 7-point difference, and uh, I guess we're, we might see... Why Midland is willing to gamble on some of those fourth down plays and on a uh, field goal conversion. We'll see if that comes into play. Stankowski hooks it left, and it looks like consistency is an issue. North College, though, gives up the touchdown. It's 13-6. to Midland in front, 13-48 left in the third. Back with more in a moment. Three-play drive, 75 yards. Midland leads at 13-6, 13-48 left to play. In the third quarter, Dort College will get the football for the first time here in the second half. Stankowski, line drive, and that goes over the head of DeYoung through the end zone. And Dort College will have a touchback to start their drive. They'll have it first down and 10 at their own 25-yard line. We're going to see, De- well, let's see who goes out onto the field. Caffey and DeYoung went into the huddle, but I'm not sure that they will be Staying on the field, more than 11 people in the uh, sideline huddle for Dort College right now. Sconehoven still in the football game for Dort College. Brock Lamley is the quarterback. So Dort College will have to do it here in the second half. It appears without their leading ground gainer, jungling in motion. They hand it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven. Picks up two on the play. It's going to be second down and eight, and Sconehoven taking some punishment on that carry as well. Second down and eight for the defenders. Jungling is going to line up. Short side of the field. 
Ian Hubelhorst to the near side. Hubelhorst on the numbers. Dodge is lined up wide left. Handoff. No. Lamley. Pass completed to Jungling. Jungling a first down to the 40 and forced out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Coverage by Brock Larson for Midland. Yeah, great mismatch they have uh, with uh, Jungling in the slot as an inside receiver. We're getting him matched up against a, a either a linebacker or safety, and Dort took advantage of it there. Lamley, the quarterback. Sconehoven, stationed behind him. 13 minutes up to go here in the third quarter. Now, Dort College can make up some ground. Trailed by one at the end of the first half. Midland got a big play to start the second half. Translated into a touchdown eventually. Lamley pass is incomplete. Had jungling open. Now we've got a flag thrown about five yards up the field as well. Probably a hold, but we'll see. If it is, that's going to force Dort College into a second down, or pardon me, a first down and long situation. Ineligible downfield, number 77 offense, well, they say Devin Ekoff was down the field, and I'm not. That's a rare. That's one that's rare. I've watched Devin play a lot of football on the offensive line, and have not seen him get down the field. And I'm not sure what transpired there to send him down right. the field because that wasn't a screen or anything like that. Where you, it's it's going to be a situation where you're going to have that ineligible man downfield. Lamley. It's going to roll left, pass complete to Dodge, and Dodge forward progress is going to be stopped at the 45-yard line. Ten-yard pickup on the play, and we talked about that matchup that uh, Jake Dodge was somebody we thought North College had a physical advantage with, and they go back to him to start the second half, and he picks up ten. Yeah, good, uh, good solid play. Put, uh, put yourself in a situation where you're second medium, second five. Second and five, Sconehoven in the back in the backfield. Petuli in motion. They hand it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier, picks up three on the play. It's going to be third down and short. Looks like third down and less than two for the defenders nearing midfield. They need the midfield stripe for a first down, and they're at the, between the 48 and 49 yard line. 11:57 left to go in the first in the third quarter. Football game that has had a few surprises for us. Namely, how low scoring it has been. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier, and Sconehoven picks up a first down. And the North College defenders into Midland territory to the 48-yard line, a hard-earned four-yard pickup for Sconehoven. Those are the hard yards to pick up. He's just simply running over his center, Griffin Pillow and Ricky Nelson on the right side. Lamley rolling right. And we're going to have a cut block. They're going to call Sconehoven for a cut block at the 47-yard line, I think. I I guess I'm going to disagree with this call. If that's that's a penalty, um, now you can't block low on somebody who is engaged. Well, he Um, wasn't engaged. He was not engaged with anyone. It looked like a perfectly legal block below the waist. And Joel Penner. And that's going to come from the spot. Yeah, yeah. I think Coach Penner wants an explanation on this because you can block below the waist. 
The referee is the one who threw the flag, and so he goes straight to the head man. But, uh, boy, that puts Dort College into a first and 25 situation. Football at their own 37-yard line. They need the opposite 37 for a first down. Fake the handoff to Schoenhoven. Swing pass over to Jungling. Jungling to the 42-yard line, struggling for extra yards. And uh, he brings it out to the 45-yard line. Something's going to happen yet on that play because they are very slow in whistling the play dead. I believe that at some point one of these teams is going to lose a football late in a play, and uh, it's going to be the result of that that whistle being a little later than we're accustomed to. Right. Yeah, and Jungling was struggling for some extra yards there. Uh, Came up gimping a little bit. I think he needs to get moving around. Second and 17. Uh, Second and 19, we'll call it. Jungling in motion. Lamley rolling left this time. Pass over the middle. Incomplete intended for Dodge, and Lamley threw that one into a crowd. Pass falls incomplete. It'll be third down and long. Yeah, that's a dangerous throw, Mike. uh, Throwing back, not across the field, but back towards the middle of the field, and there's a lot of white jerseys flowing with the, the action of the play, and uh, that's that's pretty dangerous. But uh, We saw four white shirts right there, and Dodge got his hands on it, but he batted it up into the air, and that very nearly gets picked off. It'll be third down and long. Dort College will have to take a shot down the field. They need the opponent's 38-yard line for a first down. They're going to run option. This is Lamley to midfield, back to the original line of scrimmage for this set of downs. And now Dort College will be punting from the Midland 46-yard line. So Dort College picks up some yards, and now they'll turn it over to their punter and see if they can win the field position battle here, maybe get something funny to happen on a special team's play, see if Dort College can get get one of those big plays. They haven't had a big play yet. Midland has had two big plays, and both of them have resulted eventually, one directly in a touchdown and the other eventually a touchdown. Exactly. Yeah, Dort needs to cause a turnover, just get a momentum swing. Um, not a bad series, positive yards, definitely one with field position, but uh, now we want to. That one gets make knocked down by the wind, and it'll be downed at about the 20 yard line, and uh, that's going to be a 26 yard punt. That one just went up in the air and came up about uh, 10 or 15 yards short of what you would like. Yeah, he punted a little bit of a knuckleball there, and it kind of just stayed up and. Went straight up, straight down, looked like a nine iron. And it drops and sticks right at the 20. It'll be first down and 10 for Midland. They're going to mark it, actually, at the 21-yard line. First down and 10 for Midland. Let's see if Dort College can force a turnover. Can't say that we've had any real close calls thus far this afternoon for Dort College forcing a turnover. You've got Nick Naranjo in at cornerback. That's a change. I believe you've got Naranjo and Cabongo on the field together. Cannon's going to run option to the right side, keeps it himself. He's into open territory, east to the 40, to the 50, and run out of bounds. And there's a flag on the play thrown at the 29-yard line, and we have a player shaken up for Midland on the far sideline as well. Yeah, I think we're going to get a holding penalty, uh, bring this one back. Uh, a hold out there on the perimeter. First down and 10, it was for Midland, and Gary Cannon had the big pickup, but this one is whistled dead and now a flag. Holding, number eight. 
So a 10-yard penalty on the play, and rather than positive yardage for Midland on that play, it'll be first down and long for the Warriors. But uh, Midland has changed some things up offensively. They've had some success now on the ground, even though that play ends up getting called back. They're doing something that they weren't able to do much of in the first half, and that is break off some long runs. Right. Yeah, they, they did a good job designing that one. They ran a little fly sweep action away from where the ball ended up going, and um, Cannon just pulled it and and basically had the, the outside. Um, Dort has to do a better job of containing the outside on that play. Voppenford, the player that was shaken up for Midland. It's first down and 13. Cannon, so that means that holding penalty happened seven yards up the field. Send a man in motion from left to right. Cannon hands off and again positive yardage and a 14-yard pickup on the play for Midland and that is Daryl Dave. Daryl Dave out to the 33-yard line. And right now it's been Midland so far in offense that has shown some adjustments. And those adjustments starting to pay off. Yeah, and I think the Dort defensive staff is, is uh, probably not going to be real happy with their guys at this point. Uh, they're just not as getting as many black shirts to the ball as they were in the, in the first half. Guys are not doing as good a job of running to the ball. Kak Marinsky in at defensive end for the defenders along with Nick Bile. Gary Cannon steps up in the pocket. He's in the open field. He's to the 40, to the 50, and he could go. 45, 40, 35, and forced out of bounds by Joey Lovatier. And the Midland Warriors putting together a running attack. And they're in danger. Dort College now in danger of allowing Midland to get up by a couple of scores unless you can stop this drive. Midland has it first and 10 at the Dort College 31-yard line. Yeah, Cannon showing off some of his athleticism at this point uh, with some good open field running. Uh, Dort has to do a better job of, of tackling. 9.09 remaining. They hand it off, and I believe we're going to have a uh, motion penalty against Midland. The receivers on the far side were never set, and Midland has put the trips way out wide. They're actually outside the numbers on the wide side of the field, so they're really isolating those three. And that was Sinclair Lesquette, one of those three players, part of that trips formation. It'll be first and 15 for Midland at the Dort College 36-yard line. Midland leads 13-6, 8.58 left to play, third quarter. In the backfield is Daryl Dave with Gary Cannon. Three receivers again set wide to the right outside the numbers. They hand it off to Dave. Dave, no gain on the play in that time. Dort College's defense flowing to the football a little bit better, and a flag comes out on the play late. And we will see what the call is. It comes out at the end of the play, and that's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct in all likelihood. I did not see what happened on that play, Mike, but uh, this looks like it's going to go against... Dort. There was a lot of John going on the way it looked on the pile. 
unsportsmanlike contact, defense number 36, 15 yard penalty, automatic first down. And Ari knew it once he came off of the pile. Uh, something transpired on the pile, and uh, Ari Hookstra gets called for the unsportsmanlike conduct, and that's 15 yards, and that's a tough one because Dort College had just gotten a play, positive play defensively, where they limited Midland's ground attack, and now it's first and 10 for Midland at the Dort College 20-yard line. Gary Cannon in the pistol, hands it off to Dave, and there's nothing there for Dave. Very similar play to the last one, but uh, Midland ended up with 15 yards out of the penalty. Now it's second down and 10. Yeah, hopefully defensively the Dort uh, rises up here, and it's tough to do after a big penalty like that. Well, we do know this. Midland does not trust their kicker, so they will probably not go for a field goal here, so they're in four-down territory. It's second down and 10 at the 20. Second down and 10. Send a man in motion from right to left. Fake the handoff. Cannon pulls it away. Lofts it over the top. A chance at an interception. And instead reeling it in is Midland's Malik Dumetz. I had thought North College's safety on the play. Hookstrom might have a play on the ball. But Cannon, pretty nice touch on that one. Rainbows it in for a 20-yard touchdown pass, and Midland now leads by a couple of scores, 19-6. to six. Yeah, Ari just got caught with his eyes in the backfield, and um, receiver ended up running right by him. Really Stan- wasn't that hard of a throw. Stan Koski on to attempt the point after. He missed one earlier. This one straight down the middle, so he redeems himself with that point after. And the Midland Warriors lead by a couple of touchdowns at 20-6. to six. You're listening to North College Football on KDCR. The first two letters in our name say a lot about the people and the purpose of Dort College. We do. We come here to be shaped and nurtured and challenged, infused with knowledge and wisdom in order to go out and work for God's glory in all areas of his world. It's our mission and our mandate, and that's how we do college at Dort. Find out more at howwedocollege.com. Find your place in God's world at Dort College. Go to dort.edu for admission details. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5, the Dort College Defenders and Midland Warriors. Midway through the third quarter of play, Dort College trailing 20-6. to six. Still plenty of time, and Dort College's offense has exhibited a quick strike capability, but at some point you've got to put together a scoring drive, and at some point your defense now in the second half has to come up with a stop. It's been two possessions and two touchdowns for Midland so far. Ball drops off of the tee, and we'll do it again. Today's broadcast made possible in part by a grant from Proactive Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab by People's Bank with, uh, with locations in Susana Rock Valley, Lester, Akron, Sheldon, and Haywarden, Jasper, Minnesota as well. People's Bank, where values matter, member FDIC, and by Northside Body Shop, serving the community since 1955, offering body and fender work, paintless dent repair, glass installation, and frame repair. Certified PPG Shop, serving the community since 1955. 
DeYoung takes it at the 5, to the 10, to the 15. Up the field, stutter step, 25, and he's going to be brought down at the 24-yard line. First down and 10 for Dort College after the return by the freshman for the Dort College defenders, backup receiver Josh DeYoung. DeYoung out of Idaho, and uh, here in the second half, he has gotten the call on the special teams as the return man for Dort College. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 24. Need something good to happen on this drive. Yeah, they really do. we got to get some momentum back, and uh, Dort needs something positive to happen. We need to put a drive together here, keep the defense off the field, and hopefully put some points on the board. Levi Skonhoven in the backfield. They fake the handoff to Skonhoven, and Skonhoven, they pull it down and pass intended for Levi Jungling, and Jungling had to climb the ladder for that one. Gets tipped up into the air, and Midland had a chance at the interception. As it is, it falls incomplete. It'll be second down and 10. Yeah, fortunate for Dort, something bad didn't transpire on that play. So second down and 10. Running option, pitch over to Skonhoven. Skonhoven has to track one down that was behind him. Gains three on the play. It's going to be third down and seven. Yeah, he probably gained three more yards than what he should have. Uh, Midland had that defended really well. They had a guy on the quarterback, on Lamley, and a guy running to the pitch. So to get any yards on that was good. Ends up with a two-yard pickup on the play. I was generous when I said three. Caffey's going to check in into the ballgame. Dickerson will check out. Petulia will line up in the slot. Jungling is going to line up wide right, so a little different personnel package for the defenders than we've become accustomed to. Feels like North College has been close to breaking one a couple different times. Lamley is going to roll right under pressure, throws it up for grabs, and it's underthrown intended for jungling, and the pass falls incomplete. It's going to be third, uh, fourth down, and North College will be forced to punt. And Midland right now has the momentum behind them, and they are starting to take control of this football game. Yeah, Jungling was uh, breaking free on that play. Uh, Looked like the ball just slipped out of Lamley's hand because he didn't get much on that throw. Ended up about 20 yards short of its target. So you're right, uh, there needs to be kind of a momentum swing here in Dort's favor. Midland's back to receive. Fair catch called for at the 48-yard line. And calling for the fair catch is Midlands, Aiden Dunn. And the Midland offense will take the field, leading 20-6. to They've scored on two possessions here in the second half. And uh, they can really take a stranglehold on this ballgame if they put together a scoring drive here. And it's been Gary Cannon for the Midland Warriors so far. As uh, in the second half, he has taken control of the ballgame more or less with his feet. And the Midland Warriors leading 20-6 to break their huddle. Yeah, and they're starting with great field position on their own 48 after a short punt. First down and 10 for Midland at their own 48-yard line. Man in motion from right to left. Cannon turns, keeps it himself. He's going to run up the left side and nothing there. He's brought down by Cody and Lovatier. Yeah, go ahead. Much better job of defending that play. Uh, Again, he was kind of going away from the action. A little quarterback counter action. And uh, Dort defended that really well. Second and 11. Dort College with it at their own, uh, pardon me, Midland with it at their own 47-yard line. 
Again, defensively, Naranjo now the cornerback on the near side. The far side is Cabongo. Kakmarinski, your left defensive end. Cannon grabs one around the shoe tops, hands it off to Dave, and nothing there for Dave and North College's defense. Much better series here on this possession. That's Dan Brown and Casey Biker on the tackle for Dort College. A loss of a couple on the play. It's third down and 13. Yeah, much better job of uh, maintaining their fits, making sure they're staying in the correct gaps and forcing that running back to keep bouncing outside, and the pursuer is really good on that play. Third down and 13. Football at their own 45. 5.20 left to play. In the third quarter, Midland leading by a couple of scores. Gord College needs a defensive stop here as Midland has the momentum. This was a 7-6 ball game at halftime. Cannon rolling left, tucks it away. He's at midfield, and he is forced out of bounds by Ari Hookstra at midfield. And this will be a punting situation for Midland at the 50-yard line, facing fourth down and eight. Yeah, not a great job by the Dort defense of... uh containing the quarterback. Cannon got outside pretty easily on that play, and fortunately he just had too far to go. Fourth down and eight. Midland forced to punt. Stankowski is the punter, jungling his back at his own 10-yard line. So Stankowski will punt this one away. Jungling has his heels on the 10-yard line. Stankowski puts his foot into it. A high kick. Jungling lets it go, bounce at the five. And that one bounces through the end zone. And Dort College will take over first down and 10 at their own 20. Well, the defense got a stop, their first of the second half. Now let's see if the defenders' offense can get things going. And Midland's defense has done a pretty good job here in the second half of limiting the Dort College offense. Has it been a case where the defenders have stopped themselves? Has there been something there here in the second half, or has Midland taken care of business? Well, Mid- Midland's playing pretty solid defense, but but Dort has had some opportunities. You know, Levi Jungling was open deep on that last series that uh, could have had the potential of a big play, and I think at this point, uh, Dort needs one of those. They need to break out with an explosive play. Um, instead of getting this uh, three and four at a time type of thing. Um, and that was just about it right there. Schoenhoven again, it, it looks like he's about a, he's, he's a leg tackle away from breaking one as he picks up six on the play. If he's able to break that and stay on his feet, he's got a lot of room to run. Midland really committing to stopping the Dort College run with a two-score lead here. Brock Lamley. Takes a snap, hands it off to Schoenhoven, and that time Schoenhoven stacked up, and there are nine players around the football for Midland as they commit to stopping the run. The only two players not up on that play are the two corners who are isolated out on the outside, but Midland really committing. And when you've got a two-score lead, I guess you can really commit to trying to take away the opponent's bread and butter. Right, and, uh, yeah, that's that's why it's going to be important uh, for Dort to, to make something happen in the pass game. There's just being down two scores, third quarter winding down. Uh, it's not a must-score situation by any means, but 
Dort needs to keep something going here. Certainly would help if you come away with a score here. Not panic time yet. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier, first down and then some. Runs over a tackler at the 35-yard line, downed at the 38. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 38-yard line. Well, Dort's proven to be able to have explosive plays out of the inside run game. So that, that there is some potential there. Most importantly there, we picked up another set of downs. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, 45-yard line, falls forward again near the first down marker, so nearly a 10-yard pickup on the play for Sconehoven. And Levi Sconehoven sets up first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 48-yard line. You know, you keep beating at a rock, eventually it's going to break, and that's uh, kind of what Dort's trying to do at the inside run game. Three down linemen for the Midland Warriors. They bring two linebackers up, so you've almost got a five-man front for Midland. Send a man in motion, that's Petulia. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven into the open field. He's to the 40. Picks up a block from Dickerson. Oh, no. And there's going to be a hold on the plate. Dickerson at the 30-yard line. Engaged with his cornerback just a little bit too long. It still appears to me that it'll be a first down for the defenders. But it is going to negate what would have been a carry down inside the 20. Flags are thrown at about the 32-yard line. The first down marker is at the 42-yard line. Yeah, the disappointing part there is is you just don't want to have that big play taken away. Um, And quite often with a receiver block, it's not necessary. You know, a a good running back and uh, somebody like Sconovan is going to make a play out of it anyhow. So... You have to just be very disciplined to keep your hands inside and not grab on. So it's still a first down. Sconehoven will get credit for a 10-yard pickup on the play, but then the penalty comes in, and uh, that is such a tough one. And you saw it happen as uh, Dickerson tried to stay with his block and probably hung with it just a little bit too long. Dort College facing first down and 10 at the 42-yard line. The positive spin is Dort College has a fresh set of downs to work with. Lamley. Takes the hand, uh, gives it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven again, the ball carrier, down to the 35-yard line. So another pickup of seven yards on the play, and Sconehoven, finally, Dort College having a little more success on the ground after two series where they didn't have much success. Yeah, must have shored some things up in the, with some blocking schemes, but doing a much better job of getting some push and creating some seams. Midland submarines the play. Coming up to make the tackle for Midland was Josh Peterson. Pickup of two. It's going to be third down and two, and you just think at some point North College is going to fake that play and then come back with something to one of their wide re- uh, to one of their receivers. Dickerson is to the right. Dodge is to the left. Well, with each one of these successful run plays, the safeties creep closer and closer. Sconehoven to the 25. And another first down for the defenders. That's a nine-yard pickup for Levi Sconehoven. And the North College defenders have it first down and 10 at the 25. First and 10 at the 25. They hand it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the workhorse. He's to the 20. Dragged down at the 18-yard line, and it has been nothing fancy as North College hopping on the shoulders of Levi Sconehoven with one minute left to play in the third quarter. And that offensive line, Mike, they're just taking charge, doing a great job up front. 
Well, at some point it becomes a matter of pride in the North College offensive line, a group that prides itself on clearing the path for some running backs. Last year was Bryce Litka. This year it's Keithan Drury and Levi Schoenhoven. And now Dort College going to a backup running back, and that is number 38, Charlie Young, I believe. Charlie, a freshman from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Spelling Schoenhoven here. Jungling will check into the ball game with 19 seconds on the play clock. Dort College will snap the football on third down and two. Line of scrimmage is the 22. They need the 20 for a first down. Four seconds. Now three. Lamley. I don't know that he knows how much time is left. He didn't. Delay a game penalty coming. I think Coach Penner was trying to get a timeout there, but uh, was not close enough to an official to get that call. Well, it appears they're going to give him the timeout. I think everybody but Brock knew that the play clock was winding down. There's one second left to go in this quarter. Oh, uh, this isn't right. There's still... This should be either a timeout or a penalty, not both. Um, so officials well, have to start taking charge here. They're... So it's going to be four. It's going to be a third down and six. They don't give the timeout. Clock stops on the penalty. Play clock now begins. Twenty-four seconds and counting. Fake the handoff to Caffey. Lamley back to pass. Oh, he's got him. Throws over the middle. He's got a man open. Jungling in the back ah. of the end zone. Incomplete. Hubelhorst was there as well. I don't think he saw Hubelhorst wide open uh, in the middle of the field. And he was wide open. He was by the goalpost by himself. And that brings the third quarter to an end. Midland 20. North College 6. Back with the fourth quarter of play. Right after this, this is Dort College football on KDCR 88.5. I chose Dort College because I wanted to go to a college somewhere where I knew that I would receive a good Christ-centered education. Since science is such a rapidly growing field, I think that it's really important that we as Christians are prepared to intellectually engage with others in the scientific community, and this is what Dort's doing for me. I just know that in every class and with my interactions with my professors, that Christ is the heart of what we do at Dort. I'm Caleb Perman, and I'm a biology pre-med student at Dort College. Visit dort.edu to learn more. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. The North College defenders trailing Midland 26. 14-point difference here as the North College defenders try to get things rolling. Midland has taken control here in the second half. They've scored two touchdowns while Dort College's offense has struggled to get things moving. And trailing by two scores, Dort College forced into a fourth down and sixth situation here. A delay of game penalty changed the complexion of this drive from third and one to third and six. 
And now it doesn't look like we have the right personnel on the field. And this is another player that we are not accustomed. Well, Levi checks back into the game. So Schoenhoven is back in with 10 seconds on the play clock. Jungling in motion. They fake the handoff. They pitch it to Jungling. Jungling pass over the top for Hubel Horse. Jump ball in the end zone. Intercepted. No, they're going to say incomplete. Either way, fourth down play. Um, tried to get a little bit fancy there. Actually, if Levi put a little bit more air on the ball underneath that, uh, probably would have won the jump ball. Hubel Horst, you probably had the matchup you wanted. You just don't get the execution of the play, and now Dort College's defense has to make the play. It's first down and 10 for the Midland Warriors at their own 22-yard line, and if they grind one out here, it's going to be real tough for the defenders. 14-53 remaining in the ballgame. Yardage, Dort College outgaining Midland so far, 332 to 266. Time of possession, 2550 to 1824. But that uh, doesn't translate on the scoreboard here this afternoon. Midland taking advantage of some big plays, and they lead it 26. Cannon in the open field, east to the 35-yard line, picks up 13 on the play. It's going to be second down, uh, first down and 10. Yeah. Sconehoven, 142 yards on the ground for Dort College through three quarters of play. Brock Lamley, 9 of 23 passing for 99 yards. And I commented in between quarters, Kyle, that I have not seen Brock struggle like this, and it has not been that he's been under a great deal of duress. Uh, He just hasn't seen some of the receivers that he normally sees. Yeah, Dort has had some receivers open. and you're right, Lamley's just not, not finding the right guy, not going to the right guy a couple times, and uh, really leaving some big play, big plays uh, on the field and, and not converting on them. And between giving up big plays, not making big plays, and, and hurting yourself with some untimely penalties, uh, that's pretty much been the story of the game. And really, it's a credit to Brock that we say normally he sees those guys. Normally he makes the play that is there, but this afternoon, so far, it has been a different story. Yeah, and, and you'd hope that you know he has the confidence in himself to, to still make some things happen because there's plenty of football to be played here. Um, obviously, the defense is going to have to got to create tighten something. up here, make something happen, and... If nothing else, force a punt. Going to have to create something. Gary Cannon, the quarterback. First down and 10 for Midland at their own 36-yard line. Three down linemen for the defenders. They shift the tight ends to the right. Cannon's going to run right. Narrow side of the field, 35, 40, 45, and forced out of bounds near the first down marker. And that's going to be very close to a first down, and the official on the far side... Indicating second down. So short of the first down by less than a yard. It's going to be second down and short for Midland and uh, sets the table for them to, uh, well, second down and short. They can throw a play away here. Uh, and now simply... they're given the first down. I, okay, I well, there goes that theory. It's first down and 10 now at their own 46. Taking a little while to make up their mind, wow. leaving the play-by-play guy hung out to dry. Gary Cannon awaiting the snap. Fakes the inside handoff, back to pass, steps up in the pocket, has pressure, gets away from Nick Bile, throws on the run, pass to the sideline, incomplete, and that will bring up 
second down and ten. So after all of that, Midland runs a play and comes away with an incomplete pass. It's second down and ten. Yeah, unfortunate for Dort. Uh, Cannon didn't just tuck that thing and run because he had about ten yards of green in front of him. It would have been a pretty easy first down conversion. Now Cannon threw three quarters of play, 43 yards on the ground, and he has passed for another 114. It's all totaled about 200 yards of offense from Gary Cannon on a day when the offensives have not been sharp. Handoff, nothing there, and stopping the play, Lucas Boppenford on the carry, and Dort College with their front Front uh, three, I believe that was Dahlgren and Logan Fanning on the stop. And it's going to be third down and 12, 13.50 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, this is a big third down play. Mike, defense has to get off the field here. Got the situation they want, a third and 12. Uh, Somebody needs to step up and make a play. Third down and 12, Cannon back to pass. Steps up in the pocket, contain Buchanan and Bile bring him down. A loss of nine on the play, Buchanan and Bile making the tackle. Also there, Logan Fanning, and Midland will be forced to punt, and there's something good out of the Dort College defense. Didn't get a turnover, but they're going to force Midland to punt. And Midland unable to take much time off of the clock on that series, on that offensive series. Yeah, that was a great job of converging on the, the pocket and putting good pressure on. Nice job in the secondary. Uh, Cannon really didn't have anybody to go to downfield. Fourth down and long for Midland. It's going to be fourth down and 20, and we've got a timeout on the field. Timeout, charge to Midland. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5, 12-50, left to go in the ballgame. Midland 20, North College 6, back with more in a moment. Levi Jungling lets it bounce at the 20, and it will roll dead at the 18-yard line. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 18. 12-40 remaining here in the ball game well oddly enough we've got sunshine and we've got rain here in Sioux Center one of those kind of days probably feels kind of good <laughs> kind we're of not wishing... getting hit in here no right? it, it would be all right if it got into here <laughs> everyone everyone's making the uh, miss miss uh, they, they think it's air-conditioned in here and I tell them nope it's all natural and in, uh, inside the press box we do have heat but don't need that today Door College trailing a couple of touchdowns. Brock Lamley rolling right. Lamley, pass, complete. Nine-yard pickup. Did he drop it? Levi, uh, pardon me, Ben Hubelhorst drops it. It's going to be second down and ten. Yeah, ball thrown low. uh, Still very catchable. Second down and ten for the defenders. This one not out of reach by any means, but you really feel like you need to come away with some points here. 12.35 12.35 left to go in the ballgame. Send a man in motion. That's jungling. Handed off to jungling. Jungling trying to get to the edge. He does and is forced out of bounds after about an 11-yard pickup on the play. Waiting for the indication where he was actually knocked out of bounds. Boy, they marked that short. I thought it's going to be a 9-yard pickup. Hmm. Third down and one. 
I got such a great angle from here, but I thought he had more. <laughs> yeah, we can see where his foot goes out of bounds so clearly. <laughs> Third down and one. Dort College trailing by 14. Lamley. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven breaks one. He's to the 40. 45-50. Gets a block from Hubelhorst. 30, 25, 20. Drags the tackler inside the 20 down to the 15-yard line. They're going to mark him out at the 18. He has been so close. He has. On a couple different occasions. And that time he breaks one. And the North College defenders trailing 20-6, to six, but showing some signs of life here on that long run by Sconehoven. He's going to be nearing 200 yards now on the afternoon. Levi Jungling to the right. Jake Dodge to the near side. Charlie Young comes in at running back to give Sconehoven a breather. Lamley keeps it himself. Lamley to the 15, to the 14, a gain of four on the play. It's second down and six. Yeah, good decision by Lamley there. Um, the Midland defense was really pursuing hard toward to the pitch backs, and uh, he did a good job of tucking it upfield and getting some good positive yards. 11.30 remaining, second down and six. Well, Dort College can score here. You might be heading towards a fantastic finish, but uh, again, we might be getting ahead of ourselves. Still some work to do. Second down and eight. Beg your pardon. Second down and six from the 14. Hand off to Young. Young, second effort, and uh, might have picked up a yard on the play. It's going to be third down. Third down, now you see those skill players checking in and out, but those offensive linemen, it looks like it's been the same five all afternoon. Yeah, they've been grinding it out inside there. And... You got Devin Ekoff, Justin Yerquetis, Griffin Pillow, Ricky Nelson. It's third down and five. Hand off, Sconehoven, no, Lamley, pass complete inside the five. And it's a first down for the defenders, and that's Hubelhorst. Hubelhorst inside the five, makes the grab at the three. It's first down and goal to go at the three-yard line. Yeah, another good run pass option play, and good decision by Lamley to hit the open receiver. First down and goal to go from the three. Handed off, Sconehoven, second effort into the end zone. Touchdown, North College. It's 20-12 pending the point after. Sedort College will send the kick team onto the field. Trying to make it a seven-point ball game, and uh, you knew immediately we were going for the point after. So a point after attempt here for Jeff Papke. Jeff Papke, all-important point after. Snap is down, kick is up, and Jeff splits the uprights. And we got ourselves a ball game. Midland 20, Dort College 13. Back with more after this. This is Dort College Football on KDCR885.com. Well, we've been talking most of the second half how Dort College had to get the momentum back. They did on defense, and then the offense followed suit, and the offense finally wearing out the Midland defense, it seemed. Now Dort College back within a score at 20 to 13, Kyle. Yeah, it's a. Uh really been a game of big plays right um obviously the big run play there by Sconehoven set up that touchdown but uh 
so far, Midland has just made a few more big plays, but let's see how things go. Papke with the short kick, takes a bounce at the 25 to the 20, fielded at the 20-yard line, and not much room there. Well, on the return for Midland, Xavier Edwards. Edwards on the return, and he, uh, he was the one that made the return of 97 yards. Yeah, First he, time Midland had the uh, kickoff, and uh, he he made 10 yards out of what really looked like nothing. Right, yeah, that that was a – I don't think Dort College is real happy with this, uh, with Midland starting at the 34. Should have been back there about the 25. First down and 10 for Midland. Gary Cannon, the quarterback. Cloud cover starting to move in here in Sioux Center. 20 to 13, Midland. Up seven. Handoff and shooting the gap and making the play is Ari Hookstra. A loss of four on the play as Hookstra the safety. Hookstra gambled and came up that time and makes the three yard stop. A loss of three on the play. Hookstra gambling from his safety position and uh, he was able to stop the Midland running back deep in his own backfield. That was Lucas Voppenford. Voppenford, we haven't seen much of him here in the second half. Cannon facing second and 13. Back to pass. Dumps it over the middle. Pass is complete, but we've got a flag. Lineman also lost his helmet for Midland. It's got to be a holding, I would think. We'll get the indication from the official. There, there's a Midland player without his helmet, but that's really not the umpire's call. There's no way he could see hands in the face there. Officials talking things over. We've got three of them. We haven't gotten a preliminary signal or anything. Here. Personal foul. Well, that is going to be the call. It's going to be a 15-yard penalty from the 30. That's going to bring it out to the 45-yard line. And the explanation on that was the official. Uh, the official also gave the explanation. No, 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 no. Now. Yeah, they're not uh, marking this off from the correct spot. Nope, nope. Umpire. Don't move. Don't move. That's that's Dave Dreesen on, on the far side. That's where the line of scrimmage was. It was the 31. That they should have it at the So it, it's at 46. the 46. If they mark it there, it's correct. But it looked like he was going to start marching from there. So first down and 10 for Midland at their own 46-yard line. Officiating's a difficult job. We try to be as kind as possible. Gary Cannon. Turns, hands, still on his feet, and dragged down. That is Daryl Dave. Dave with a four-yard pickup on the play, and we've got a flag thrown in the backfield at the 45-yard line, very near the original line of scrimmage. Now do we have a holding? Well, the heat and humidity, I think, making a few people a little cranky at this point of the ballgame, too. We're seeing a little bit of extracurricular after uh, the uh, play has stopped. 
Saw a Midland player check out of the football game. And quite honestly, I, it, that is that is very real, I believe. You get to this point of the ball game, and now our scoreboard has blinked off. So uh, we are going to have a break in the action here. There it came back. Wireless connection. So uh, it's been a while since we've had an issue. Yeah. 9.06 left to play in the ballgame. Midland 20, Dork College 13. All right, a real break for Dork there with that holding penalty. Uh, let's see if we can take advantage of this. First down and 20, three receivers set to the right, no one to the left. Voppenford in the backfield along with Cannon. They're going to swing Voppenford out to the side, the wide side of the field. He's still on his feet near midfield and brought down from behind after a gain of about 13 yards on the play. It's going to be second down and 7, 8.50 remaining in regulation. Dort College does need a defensive stop here. Yeah, just an isolation swing pass, and uh, we're going to put our guy against your guy and see see if he can make a tackle in the open field, and unfortunately for Dort, good open field running by Midland. Second down and seven. Midland has the football at their own 49-yard line. They need the Dort College 44 for a first down. Swing pass, right side, and we've got a hold. There's going to be a holding penalty thrown at about the 46-yard line, and so this is going to set up second down and long. So this one's coming back. Yeah, we should be looking at about a second and 12, second and 13. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web. Holding penalty against Midland. And that's thrown. That's from the spot of the foul. It was at the 46. Now we go back into Midland territory to the 44. It's going to be second down and 12. Midland hovering around the midfield stripe. They've been in Dort College territory. They've been out of Dort College territory. It's now second down and 12. 8.08 remaining. Second down and 12. Eight minutes remaining. Gary Cannon, back to pass. Pass over on the far side. Pass is complete into Dort College territory on a first down, and Casey Biker finally drags the receiver down in Dort College territory at the 39-yard line. So Midland, nothing fancy it didn't seem, just set up that short pass, and then Midland does the the receiver does the rest of the work with about... uh, Seven to ten yards after the initial contact. Yeah, just a simple slant out combination route. And um, unfortunately for Dort, uh, I think a young corner playing out there. Yeah, you've got Cabongo and Naranjo out there. Just didn't see the see the route coming at him. Back to pass is Cannon. Cannon under pressure. Could be a play, and it's brought down by Midland. I had thought the corner had a chance at it. That was Cabongo, but... Making the play was Midland's tight end. And a big receiving target out there for Midland, Malik Demetz. And Demetz goes about six foot three, 230. 
and he just simply takes that football away from the Dort College cornerback. It'll be first down and goal to go from the 10-yard line. Dort College needs a turnover. Yeah, just a jump ball play there, and unfortunately we tried to make that play from behind that big tight end, and he's just too strong, came down with the ball. Cannon, the quarterback, directing traffic. Gets the playoff just before it expires, and Cannon is brought down in the backfield. Loss of three on the play. Second down and 13. The second down and goal to go from the 13. Ben Byama in on the tackle along with Fanning. So it's second down and goal to go, and they're going to mark him at the 14, so a loss of four on the play. Yeah, just, just need to play solid defense down here, Mike. We know what kind of confidence... The Midland staff has in their kicking games. Just uh, just play solid defense. 6.20 left to go in the game. Midland with a one-score lead at 20-13. to 13. Handoff to Dave. Nothing there for Dave, and he's brought down at the line of scrimmage. It's third down and goal to go. Third down and goal to go. Buchanan on the tackle. And the clock continuing to wind down. 5.50 left to go in this contest. 20-13, to 13, Dort College trailing by 7. Midland milking the clock. They can take it down to about the 5.25 mark here. Third down and goal to go. Cannon. Fakes the inside handoff, looking for someone to pass to. Throws off his back foot, throws it away, incomplete. A lot of hand fighting going on in the end zone. Officials electing to let it ride. And the clock stops on the incomplete pass with 5.25 remaining. It's going to be fourth down and goal to go from the 13. This will be a 30-yard field goal attempt if they go for it, or if they attempt it, and it looks like they will. Stan Koski comes onto the field for Midland. Well, his extra points have looked good, so uh, not sure what the issue has been. So Stankowski trying to give Midland a two-score advantage. Snap is down. Kick is up, and he kicked it wide right. All right. Giving Dort life here. Good job there at the end to hold him out of the end zone. 5.21 remaining. North College's defense, they have bent, but they haven't broken. And we said maybe we'd be heading towards a fantastic finish with 5.21 left to go in regulation. North College will have it. They've got some work to do, 87 yards between themselves and potentially tying this football game. And they have three timeouts remaining. Lamley is your quarterback. Sconehoven is your running back. Dodges to the near side. Hilbelhorst is split off wide to the right. Jungling is in the slot. North College. Turn the hand. Give to Sconehoven. Sconehoven picks up one on the play. It's going to be second down and nine. Second and nine for the defenders. North College. They've got some work to do. And... Uh, Midland succeeded, I believe, in taking about five minutes off of the clock that on that possession. Clock is now under five minutes. Lamley rolling right, passes down the field, intercepted. Picked off on the pass to the sideline. 
by Midlands, Taylor Sievertson. And the North College defense has to go back to work. Yeah, again, that run-pass option. Um, and Midland did a good job of stringing it out, forcing the play to take a little bit more time, which allowed the defensive secondary to react and get underneath some routes. And I don't know if Brock saw something that wasn't there or if he tried to force it in, but there was not much room for error where he threw that football with 4.42 left to go in the game. Well, Midland can put it away here now. They can as much as seal it. 4.42 remaining. Yeah, but you're gonna, you got to think they're going to keep it on the ground here at least to start, um, be able to take some more time off the clock, and whether they end up with points or not, um, that may be their, their number one object, uh, objective. There is, Dort has three timeouts remaining, so depending on how you play this out, will depend on, uh, you got some decisions to make if you're Dort College. Flag comes out before the play got a motion is snapped. First and 15 for Midland at the 30. Well, Midland got a turnover. Maybe Dort College can here. It's 20 to 13, Dort College down seven. Send a man in motion from right to left. Cannon, they're gonna go to the air. Surprising us. Pass up the field to the 20, complete to the 15. And a first down, down to the 10 yard line. A 20-yard gain on the play, and it's going to be first down and goal to go for Midland with 4.32 left to play in regulation. It's been a difficult afternoon for the North College defense. They've been on the field, it seems, a lot. And it's going to be first down and goal to go, and they have had to make several stops inside their own 10-yard line. Dean over here. First down and goal to go for Midland. Voppenford in the backfield. And the snap through the hands of Cannon, but flags come out and the whistles blow. It's going to be a five-yard penalty against Midland. Snap infraction, 51 offense, five-yard penalty, still first down. So five-yard penalty against Midland. Now it's first and goal to go from the 14-yard line. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR, 88.5.com. Well, Dort's getting some uh, chances here with some Midland penalties. Got to take advantage of one of these. So Midland first and goal to go from the 14. Pass towards the end zone and winning the hand fight and coming away with that touchdown grab is Midland's Malik Demetz, and we've called his number a little bit. Big physical receiver, and that time he gives Midland a two-score lead at 26-13. 26-13, our score, 14-yard pass completion. Yeah, it was a matter of just throwing the ball up to a big physical receiver, and he made a play. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is 
through the uprights. And the Midland Warriors take a two-touchdown lead at 27-13. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more in a moment. This is North College Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Midland will be kicking off. This will be Stankowski. Stankowski will kick off, and uh, he gives Midland a 14-point lead after that point after. DeYoung will take it at the 5 to the 10 to the 15, stretched out to the wide side of the field, and he's still on his feet, but the flags come out. 23-yard line he has brought down. It'll be first down, but uh, the line of scrimmage to be announced as he is... There's a flag on the play. It's either going to be a hold or a block in the back. We had a couple of flags thrown on the play. Yeah, when he reversed his direction a little bit, I think somebody was just out of position and threw a block that they shouldn't have. Split decision, uh, split second decision making, and uh, you're forced into a bad situation. So it's going to be first down and 10 for the defenders. And they're going to have some work to do. 4:01 remaining in regulation. Dort College trailing 14. And the defenders need to score and score quickly. And then you need to uh, execute in all likelihood a, an onside kick. So a lot of things have to happen right for you to get back into this ball game. Trailing by two touchdowns with 4:01 remaining. Yeah, and there is time to make things happen. You just don't want to be starting at your 10. This isn't helping. Back to pass is Lamley. Lamley has time, throws over the middle, has jungling. Jungling makes the catch at the 40, to the 50, to the 40, to the 35. It's a foot race, 25-20. And we're going to win it. 10-5, touchdown. 90-yard touchdown, pass and catch. Ah, it's easy. Well, see, and that's been there today. Uh, Unfortunately, we're taking advantage of it a little late in the game here. But, uh, yeah, still plenty of time. And you needed that big play to make things really interesting. That does change it. It That changes it tremendously because you've still got your three timeouts remaining. And Dort College is going to go for two. Throwing caution to the wind, the Dort College offense. Got Sconehoven in the backfield. Lamley sends a man in motion. They hand it off to Jungling. Jungling into the end zone. Two-point conversion. Well, that, that adds a little bit of stress to the other sideline right now because uh, I had a feeling that Coach Pennard would be going for two on one of these positions if you scored. Uh, so, Why? Well, he's a, he's a roll-the-dice kind of guy, you know, and, and if you don't, it, that's not surprising to go for two there because if you don't get it, you're still down eight, you're still a scorer. Nothing really changes. Nothing really changes. You're scoring a two-point conversion away. Um, but now you've just created some stress on that other offense where they, they are forced to make things happen, to get first downs, to burn the clock, or you put yourself in a situation not to just you know, get into a situation where Dort can tie, but now you're in a situation where Dort's going to win. So uh, a, little, a little bit of the mental game going on here, and uh, things get really interesting. 27 to 21, 349 remaining. Now, I was out here last night setting up some things in the press box, and there were two people out here. 
two kickers. They're practicing onside kicks. I thought to myself, okay, that's when you do it. You do it on your own. You see what you can do. Right. He was putting it at about the 11-yard mark, and it was dying. Yeah. I'm curious to see if we try if they try it here or if they just simply say kick it deep. Let's see what our defense can do. Right. Well, I, I think if if there were if there were under three minutes, maybe uh, consider it a little bit more. Um, but this Midland's is thinking about it too. We should, and they're creeping up. The deep guys are creeping up. This is an opportunity to kick it over their heads. Um. Well, Midland's going to down it at their own 32. Kind of went for in between. There was nobody there. Yeah, and I guess I guess I don't I, I don't quite understand that one, Mike. Um, they're creeping up. Now they're starting with really decent field position. <laughs> yep, decent field position. That was an opportunity. You got a good kicker. You know you can get get it to the goal line. Guys up front are expecting an onside kick, so they're not in a situation to block real well. Okay. That's that's an opportunity to go ahead and kick it deep, win some field position. Um, not not that Midland has great field position here, but uh, I'd like to see them starting back, you know, at least seven yards, ten yards or more. First down and ten for Midland. At their own 32-yard line, Cannon is the quarterback, 348 remaining. Midland did not attempt to return that kick at all. Return man caught it at the 32 and went down immediately. Three timeouts left for the defenders, first and 10 for Midland. They shift the tight end from left to right, send a man in motion from right to left. They hand it off to that man in motion. And he's off to the races, to the 40, to the 45, and the 47-yard line. So a gain of 15 on the play. It's going to be first down and 10 for Midland at their own 47-yard line. You know, we've, we've defended the fly sweep pretty well most of the day. And uh, the time you really need to stop is when you don't contain the play. And first and 10 for Midland at their own 47-yard line. And the Midland Warriors send a man in motion from right to left again. This time it's Cannon. He's going to run back to that side of the field, and Cannon is brought down at midfield. A gain of four on the play. It's second down and six, and Dort College calls a timeout. Timeout on the field. I think they'll put a little bit more time back on the clock here. Timeout, Dort. So the clock will be reset to 310. Today's broadcast made possible by a grant from Northside Body Shop, serving the community since 1955, offering body and fender work, paintless dent repair, glass installation, and frame repair. A certified PPG shop serving the community since 1955, 722-2313. By Kevin Gasing, CFA and Water Valley Investment Advisors. Custom tailored investment services for the successful investor. 712-395-0764. By Highway Chevrolet Buick and Rock Valley. Over 150 Newman used vehicles in stock. The entire inventory is on the web at www.highwaychevrolet.com. By Farmers Mutual Insurance Association and Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. Providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. And by CNH Body Repair in Orange City. 
reputation didn't happen by accident. By Borensons of Boyden handling gravel and excavation needs. On the web at Borensons.com. That us settles. You'll appreciate their quality service. And by American State Bank. Proud to support North College and Defender Athletics. Second down and six. Two timeouts remaining for the defenders. 3-10 left on the game clock. So second down and six for Midland. Bring the tight end from right to left. Two receivers set left. One to the right. Man in motion. The handoff to Voppenford. Voppenford, nothing there. Voppenford stopped for no gain on the play. It's going to bring up third down and six. Good, uh, good play defensively, and Dort College calls another timeout. So we have another timeout on the play. So it'll be 3.05. The Dort College defenders with a football, or pardon me, Midland with a football facing third down and long when we resume play right after this. Third down and six. You're the coach. What do you do here? Well, uh, if I got Cannon as my quarterback, I'd be getting him outside of the pocket with a little bit of run-pass option. They've converted on some third downs with him having that choice. Cannon, back to pass, contained in the pocket. Pass is picked off. Dort College comes up with it. It's intercepted. This is Josiah Cody. Well, that's a penalty right here. 15 yards more on that play. Oh, my. Oh, my. We're going to start with the ball. What, about the 25-yard line? I said, Cody, it was Lovatier. Beg your pardon. Joey Lovatier, one of the team captains for the Dort College defenders. The interception and return, and now the Dort College defenders with 2.58 remaining. They will have the football, and they will have it in prime field position. Well, I you, I, I can do this now being up here with you, Mike, <laughs> but I question that play call. Um, golly, when you got a guy like Cannon, why not get him in a position where he has a choice of making a play with his feet or with his arms? Um he was sitting in the pocket right there. Dort had a good, did a good job of converging. They were putting decent pressure on him. He had to get rid of the ball and threw it in a bad spot. What happened at the end of the play? Because I was looking at the, yeah. ret- the, the I was looking at Lovatier making the return. What happened? Uh, you had a frustrated quarterback take out some frustration on somebody away from the play. Yeah, he just took a cheap shot on someone, and um, yeah, you see it a lot because he's upset. He's mad at himself more than anything, I guarantee it, and, and it was just uh, let his mo- emotions get the best of him, and boy, it puts your defense in a tough spot if you're Midland, but uh, the Dort's ready to take advantage of it here. I was going to say, this snap can't happen fast enough for the defenders. You can tell their offense is just itching to run a play here. Well, and your and your playbook is wide open here with three minutes left in the game. Ball at 25. 27-21, handoff to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier. Sconehoven, a four-yard pickup on the play. It's going to be second down and six. Obviously, it doesn't matter how much time you leave Midland if you don't put the ball in the end zone. But if you do score here, yeah, it'd be really nice to score with under a minute and put some pressure on the Midland offense. Second down and six. 
Dort College with a football. Handoff to Sconehoven. No, Lamley. Lamley passes complete inside the 10 down to the 9-yard line. Hubelhorst on the reception. And how, how has Ben been able to get so open on what looks like pretty simple patterns? Yeah, you know, they're... Midland continues to run a little bit of zone defense, and he's just sitting in a hole and kind of kind of camping in there waiting for the ball. Second, uh, first down and goal to go at the nine. Now it's Midland's turn. They, they maybe need to start thinking about using two of their – they've got two timeouts remaining. 2.08 left to play in regulation. For those who may have left when Dort College went down two scores – Shame on you, because we are back in this game with the defenders, trailing 27-21 with the football inside the 10, down at in between the 9 and 10-yard line. So first down and goal to go for the defenders. And I would certainly like to see a couple of carries, at least give Levi Sconehoven a couple of chances here behind that offensive line. Yeah, uh, and, and that will force Midland to use some timeouts or uh, lose some valuable time on the clock. Um, and, and to go along with what you said, not only shame on you if you left this game, but have you been watching this Dort team for the last over a year? Uh, this is a team that will not give up. They're going to play hard to the end, and uh, they're getting they're giving themselves a chance to, to win this game. You and I talked about the, the fact that some days when you're not playing your best to take that next step as a program... So they're going to go to 218 with the game clock. They're going to set the play clock. Uh, they're going to basically take the play clock out of a f- out of play. Evidently, that has been malfunctioning. I did not notice that, but uh, need to get the clock set to 218. And then Dort College will start first down and goal to go inside the 10. Well, you and I talked about when Dort College got down two, they had to find, in order to take the next step as a program, you have to find a way to be competitive and maybe win a game when you're not playing the best. Well, exactly, and and you rely on someone to make a big play. And uh, what's exciting or what pe- people, fans of Dort College should be excited about is they have a young man uh, from Pella, Iowa, who makes some big plays, and you're going to be able to watch that for the next four years. So this is, this is pretty exciting. Levi Jungling had that catch and run. It's 27-21. We have, it appears, a problem with the game clock. Now they've got it set to 218, and it appears we are just about set to go. Now, so, if you're Dort, do you, you know, this, the clock is going to start here on the ready, and there's 25 seconds. Do you let some clock run out here? I think so. I don't think we need to snap this right away. 214, they do. They hand it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven inside the five. Won't be denied. Another attempt. Did he get in? How could he's in? They say his knee was down at the one. Well, and that's okay. Let this clock run. Don't be in a hurry, Coach Penner. (laughs) 
Are you talking to your old assistant? Yeah, maybe a little bit here. Oh, now Midland. Well, and, and this was the situation. You knew Midland had had to start using their timeouts. Um, and that's all right because yeah. if you score, then they're out of timeouts. So you're putting the pressure on the opponent. Levi Sconehoven. There was a second and third effort there that very nearly got what, him into the end zone. That was a, a great effort, and uh, boy, I wish we had the uh, what is that? The pylon cam that you see. Uh, yep. That we'll be able to watch tonight when the Hawkeyes and Penn State play, because uh, he was very close to being in the end zone there, and uh, I'd love to see that replay. I had he he played with my son two years ago on the same football team, and when that season was over i just said to him really enjoy watching you play how hard you play i was curious to see how that would translate coming to college because i knew he wouldn't be first string running back he'd have to keep that up but he has bided his time and here midway through the sophomore year now today he's getting a a great chance well exactly and you need somebody to step up in a situation like this you got your man standing on the sideline injured and out for the rest of today somebody needs to step up and he's doing a fantastic job 27 to 21 two minutes remaining so still a lot of time on the clock if you're a dort college fan it's second down and goal to go dort college will bring tight ends to the right they hand it off to scone he walks into the end zone touchdown dort college they have tied it at 27 what a turn of events it has been Levi Sconehoven plowing into the end zone for the tying score. And that offensive line doing the job. And they have done it very steadily all afternoon. And as I said, it's been skill positions moving in and out. But those five linemen, I believe, have remained unchanged on offense for Dort College here today. Yeah, and you, you know, that's a position you really don't like to mess with it with a lot of substitutions. You might do that on a day like today when it's hot. And Snap is down. All-important point after is up. Good. And what do you know? The Dort College defenders take the lead 28-27 with 157 remaining. You're listening to Dork College Football on KDCR. Back with more in a moment. The clap. 28-27, Dork College with a one-point lead. We kept saying you need a big play. They got one. Then they got a second one when Joey Lovatier picked off a pass. And you had an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty against Midland. Gave Dork College great field position. And it was a couple of the runs by Sconehoven and a completion to Hubelhorst. And here we are, Dork College leading 28-27. So Dork College's Jeff Papke on to kickoff. Certainly like to see this one go through the end zone on the other end. Well, you have the, the Midland returners at the 10-yard line. I'd be very tempted to try to go over their head, but we're going short with it. Ball's um, going to bounce at the 25. He's still on his feet. This is trouble. To the 40, to the 50, to the 45, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown. See, and the problem there is they just keep sneaking up. You know, they weren't, the returners are not standing with their heels on the goal line. Uh, they're standing at the 10. So anything short, they're still getting to. Um, That's Xavier Edwards with his second return for a touchdown today, and that was a 75-yarder. 145 left to go in the game, 
The range of emotions and the swings in emotions. Huge this afternoon. And now Midland. Now you need your starting defense. Midland's going to go for two here. Yep. With Dort up, or with Midland up five. So they can potentially go up by seven. 145 remaining. And Midland will go for two. Gary Cannon brings the troops back onto the field. And credit Midland bouncing back. After the momentum had swung to Dort's favor, they neutralize it. Cannon rolling right. Steps up in the pocket. Shakes a tackler and is brought down inside the five. And the two-point conversion fails. And with 1.45 remaining, Midland 33, Dort College 28. Back with more in a moment. I choose- this one has not been for the faint of heart today. 33-28. to 28. Dort College down five. If you stepped away to grab something to drink. Dort College moments ago up one. Now they're down five. Midland kicking off. And this will be a line drive. Get out of bounds. And it'll be taken inside the 10 by DeYoung. To the 10, to the 20, to the 23-yard line. And he is brought down at the 23 with 141 remaining. Dort College has one timeout remaining. And they have 77 yards in front of them. First down and 10 for the defenders. Still got time. They've shown that they can score quickly. Still got a timeout in their pocket. Yeah, this this is plenty. This is an eternity in football. 141 remaining. Brock Lamley brings the team out onto the field. Xavier Caffey lines up on the near side. Levi jungling to the far side. Man in motion is Petulia. They hand it off to Sconehoven. Not much there for Sconehoven. Gain of one on the play. It's going to be second down to nine. 1.30 remaining, and the clock rolls. One timeout remaining for the defenders, down five. 33 to 28. Brock Lamley. The quarterback, he's going to roll left. Has dodge open, instead goes for jungling, and a flag thrown on the play. That so jungling gets tangled up with Edwards. And Xavier Edwards gets called for a pass interference. They might be ch- talking right now whether or not the ball was catchable. Um. That'll be a 10-yard penalty. Dort College will have it first down and 10 at their own 39-111 remaining. First down and 10 for Dort College. Fresh set of downs. Fake the handoff. Lamley rolling right. Pass intended for jungling. Led him too far. Out of bounds. Incomplete. It'll be second and 10. Lamley just in a little bit too much of a hurry there. He could have, he broke contain, could have pressed that play a little bit more. Allowed Levi to break open. 107 left to go in the game. Two of Midland's scores coming on kick returns. 
All in all, the Door College defense has not been bad today at all. No. Special teams has let them down, and a couple of big plays have translated into scores for Midland. Sconehoven is in the backfield. Petulli is in the slot. Caffey lined up wide left. Fake the handoff. Lamley rolling right. Has some room to run. He'll take the yards if he can, and he steps out of bounds at the 44-yard line. A gain of five on the play. It's third down and five. Still a minute one remaining in the game. So he steps out of bounds, stops the clock. Third down, three and five. Third down and five. Dort College, obviously, a couple of downs to work with here. Not a bad decision there by Lamley, but I think he did have Jungling open. Loses the football in the backfield. Lamley has to fall on top of it, and Dort College may need to use a timeout. They lose six or seven on the play, and Midland says they have it. It'll be fourth down. The official comes up with his fist in the air, signaling fourth down. And with 57.6 seconds remaining, they'll get. They stop the clock momentarily. I think Nello crank needs to it. use their time out here. Come on, North fans, let's have it here. Come on, it's there. Let's go. Fourth down and 12. Clock's running. It's going to be well under 40 before we get the playoff. Clock continuing to wind. 35 seconds now. Lamley looking to the sideline. Fourth down and 12, fakes the handoff, back to pass, steps up in the pocket, throws towards the sideline, incomplete, and that'll do it. No flags on the play, and the Midland Warriors are going to survive. 23.4 seconds remaining, they'll have to snap the football once. The Dort College defenders are going to be unable to salvage this one. Had their chances... But now Midland in a position where they can seal it by snapping the football once or twice. North College turns it over on downs at their own 37-yard line. First down and 10 for Midland at the North College 37. North College is going to fall to 0-2 in the conference. Midland will go to 2-0 in GPAC play. North College has a bye week next week before going to Doan next uh, the following week, two weeks from today. Cannon takes an E, and North College won't use their final timeout, and that's going to be the ball game. Our final score, Midland 33, North College 28. Kyle Achterhoff, you've seen a lot more college football games than I have, but today just a wild fourth quarter. Wild fourth quarter, and, uh, yeah, you you got to be disappointed if you're on the Dort sideline because this is a game that uh, you very, very well should have won, probably. Um, but it's it's an example of the importance of special teams. You know, it's a third of the football game, and, and you have to have guys out there that are going to make plays uh, in the special teams. Um, you know, and I, I dare say that uh, Midland won pretty much every aspect of the special teams. You, you think about the two long kick returns for touchdowns. Those are obvious but they were winning a lot of field position with their special teams game. Well, we'll do it again here in Sioux Center in a few weeks. It's going to be a while, Kyle, but uh, we've seen improvement. Just that this is one that's going to feel like Dort College. You, you fight to put yourself in a position 
and then you're unable to follow through, that's going to be the disappointment today. That, that's the disappointment, but uh, the encouragement is that you're in ball games like this, you know, where you have an opportunity to win. Um, you know, obviously you want to come out with a win, but uh, you're giving yourself chances, and that hasn't always been the case. So it's encouraging for Dort fans for this program. Um, but, yeah, it's a disappointing day, and unfortunately you got to sit on this through a bye. Um, yep. Which is is going to be painful, but uh, you know I know uh, Coach Penner and his staff well enough to know that uh, they'll have them focused in, dialed in, ready to go in a couple weeks. Watch it, learn from it, throw it away, and get ready for the next one. I guess Kyle, That's thanks again for stopping by. You bet, thanks, Mike. For and we'll uh, we'll talk to you probably in about three or four more weeks when North College has a couple of home games, and uh, we'll go from there. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, sounds great. That's Kyle Achterhoff uh, talking about uh, today's football game, and uh, we will turn it back to the KDCR studios for a short break, and we'll be back with a wrap-up of today's contest right after this. This is Dort College Football on KDCR 88.5. A crazy day in Sioux Center. Midland hangs on to win 33-28. Lots of twists and turns in this one. Dort College opened the scoring with a Jeff Papke 44-yard field goal, capping a 12-play 53-yard drive. 3-0 Dort College led. Midland then returned the ensuing kickoff, 97 yards, for a touchdown by Xavier Edwards, making it 7-3. Jeff Papke knocked in another field goal from 21 yards out to make it 7-6 at the end of the first quarter, first half. That was the last play of the first half. North College capped his 17-play, 90-yard drive in the process. Midland took a 20-6 lead on back-to-back touchdowns, one on a Gary Cannon run from one yard out, another Cannon to Demetz for a... Uh, 20-yard touchdown pass to make it 20-6. to Dort College wasted little time. Uh, they got back to within a score on a 7-play, 82-yard drive, capped by Levi Sconehoven. Three-yard touchdown run. Point after was good, 20-13. to Gary Cannon made it 27-13 with another pass to Demetz. This one for 14 yards, making a 14-point lead with 4.07 remaining. On the first play from scrimmage on the ensuing drive, Brock Lamley completed a pass to Levi Jungling for 91 yards and a touchdown. Dort College had life after a two-point conversion to make it 27-21 and then took the lead with 157 left to play in regulation on a Levi Sconehoven one-yard touchdown plunge after an interception by Joey Lovettier to make it 28-27. Dort College was in position to win it, but Midland closes it out with a... Another return for a touchdown by Xavier Edwards. This one for 73 yards, and the point after was no good. Midland led 33-28. North College's ensuing drive stalled out at midfield. On the Wireless World postgame wrap, the total numbers, Dort College 531 yards of offense, 319 on the ground, 212 through the air. Midland 179 on the ground, 208 in the air. Levi Sconehoven, 30 carries for 216 yards and two touchdowns. Keith and Drury, 13 for 66. Brock Lamley, 12 of 30 passing, 212 yards and an interception. Levi Jungling, six catches for 145 yards, 91 of them on that scoring play. Ben Hubelhorst, four catches for 40 yards. Ari Hookstra, six solos, one assist. Joey Levetier, four and two. Casey Biker, four and one. For Midland, Lucas Voppenford, 8 carries, 69 yards. Gary Cannon, 13 carries, 60 yards. Hayden Dunn, 3 for 24. Cannon, 13 of 19 passing, 208 yards. 
Malik Demetz, three carries, 62 yards. Alec Vanell's Alvin Zleben, three carries for 51 yards. Hayden Dunn, two carries for thir- uh, two catches for 39 yards. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Once again, our final score: Midland 33, the Dort College Defenders. 28. We'll take one more break and be back with a look at the other scores from the conference, if we can find them, right after this. And uh, my internet really taking a hit this afternoon. Things getting pretty bogged down. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Next week's football, Doan is at Briarcliff, Midlands at Dakota Wesleyan. Concordia is at Hastings. Morningside is at Northwestern. Dort College will have a bye date. They will next be in action two weeks from today when they travel to Crete, Nebraska to take on the Doan College Tigers. We'll try one more location to see if we can find some GPAC football scores. Again, it was Concordia getting a win over Doan. That's a bit of a surprise. As uh, the Doan College Tigers rated in the top ten, the Concordia Bulldogs, an early season loss in the KCAC GPAC Challenge. And uh, they bounce back, and uh, they came back with a victory here this afternoon in uh, their contest between Concordia and Doan. And uh, just doesn't look like I'm going to be able to get those scores from elsewhere in the conference today, so we're going to shut it down. Once again, our final score In football this afternoon, Midland survives Dort College 33-28. That's going to do it for our broadcast this afternoon of Dort College football on KDCR. For KDCR Sports, I'm Mike Biker. Good afternoon.